11 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to make, make computer, to computer, computer, computer contact. contact. That is an idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Oops, what happened there? <laughs> welcome to the show, everyone. Roseanne has been canceled. Uh, of course, uh, welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., the one and only Rain. Hello. Hello, Kenny. I got to tell you, our intro tonight... I did not see that coming. <laughs> you did not see that coming, did you? Yeah, there you go. And um, I have other news. I wasn't fired today because, you know, I didn't say racist, <laughs> anti-Semitic crap today. I love there's a meme going around. <laughs> all, there's a meme going around. Of Ice Cube, uh, it's Ice Cube uh, looking at Roseanne saying, how would you get fired on your damn day off? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, uh, welcome to Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City uh <laughs> also heard on the tim Cormel show welcome sir joe did we lose oh, joe oh, oh there you go <laughs> yes i'm here there you go i was on mute oh you like the uh, intro i saw one suggestion <laughs> that they don't cancel the show that they instead insert wanda sykes in the lead role yeah kill off Rose. i like that i like it i like that I, I also suggested you know they killed off dan mm-hmm. they brought him back you could just kill off Roseanne. Yeah, and not the bring... Roseanne Chronicles yeah. or in memory of Roseanne. R.I.P. Roseanne. Or you could like do a Becky and just replace Becky with a new actress. <clears throat> How about the Connor family without Roseanne? I like that. I do. I mean, I I actually that I way you're, feel you're terrible for the entire well, casting dynasty. She could be a duck. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Um, or or find a more pleasant Roseanne to replace her with, like um, I don't know, or Rosanna Arquette. Rosanna Arquette. <laughs> there you go. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So Roseanne sent sent out a tweet today um, comparing Valerie Jarrett to uh, uh, being the love spawn of, of the Muslim Brotherhood in Planet of the Apes. Um, and you know the bit the big lingering question here is why did ABC give her a job in the first place? Because this isn't the first time she's done this shit. You know? Mm-hmm. She's out there lying about a, a story I debunked on the very early days of this show, which is that George Soros was a Nazi. 
because Glenn oh, Beck Glenn Beck was uh, touting that conspiracy theory forever. And basically, uh, the, in, in a nutshell, what it was is he was a child during in, in Nazi Germany, and his caretaker basically he was staying with a family to hide the fact that he was Jewish. And yes, this Nazi family that he was with the guy from you know the, of the family would go to Jewish households and remove valuables from them. But that's like saying, you know, he had a choice as a as a as a small child. Yeah, he was born in 1930. I read. Yeah, which would have made him what, like nine? He was, he was nine years old when when he was living with that. Yeah. Yeah. Family and it's ridiculous. Yeah. So Both things it, ridiculous. And I I don't remember the whole story because it was so long ago. But these fucking freaks like Roseanne, who actually kind of are Nazis, <laughs> are saying that Soros was a Nazi. It's like they missed the whole meaning of what Nazism is. You yeah, know? It doesn't work that way. I've never understood the hatred um, by the right about George Soros. I've never understood it. Because he has money and he's not a conservative. That's why. Right. And, and he's Jewish. Oh, that too. Because, yeah, there's a lot of conservatives that hate so, Jews. Is that it, right? He's a rich Jewish person? Yeah, mm-hmm. who's not a conservative and doesn't want, you know, the Temple Mount destroyed in Israel. Um, so anyway, so that, yeah, this happened today. Um, let's go ahead and uh, I want to get into some of the audio because, you know, I was worried I wasn't going to have audio for the show. Turns out Roseanne is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, She's the gift so, of the Magi, Dan. Uh-huh. Ah. uh-huh. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So, uh, but yeah, so here is uh, when the report came in because uh, Brian Stelter was on CNN and he was like, you know, they they really should, you know, they should cancel her show, but he didn't think they were going to. And yeah. this is uh, this is him with Wolf Blitzer talking about the cancellation. ABC has just issued a stunning statement, Wolf, that says the show has been canceled. I'll read you the two-sentence statement. Roseanne's Twitter statement, these racist remarks earlier in the day, are abhorrent, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values, and that we have decided to cancel her show. Uh, just a short statement there from Shannon Dungy, who is the president of ABC Entertainment. By the way, Dungy, one of the most prominent African-American women in network television, in Hollywood. She and other ABC executives were, were horrified by these tweets earlier in the day, and they decided to pull the plug on this sitcom. It's a remarkable move, Wolf. We, you and I talked about this 45 minutes ago, and I told you I couldn't imagine Roseanne being fired because she was such a moneymaker for ABC. Her show was revived just a few months ago. It became one of the biggest uh, hits on network television, drawing 10 to 20 million viewers each week. And ABC knew who they were hiring. Uh, Roseanne Barr, after all, had a long history of controversial, sometimes offensive, even racist remarks on Twitter. And yet ABC still went ahead and picked up the show because it believed it could make many millions and millions of dollars from it. However, today ABC has drawn a line here by canceling the sitcom uh, months before it was supposed to return for a second season. Yeah. So, <clears throat> say goodbye to the second season. And... <clears throat> And, you know, I, I want to say this, too, because, you know, a lot of, you know, Susan was like livid as well, Rain, about, you know, what what about all the other people from the cast? They don't do, deserve yeah. to lose their jobs. I want to say this, though, is that I would say about half of the primary cast on that show, at least, 
um, they they don't have anything to worry about. This was just extra money for them. I mean, you know, you you, you look at uh, Sarah Gilbert. She has a great career. She's doing fine. Um, uh, what's the, the actress who plays Jackie? Uh, Lori Metcalf. She's she yeah, has a great she... career. She's doing fine. You know, John Goodman. He's doing great. Uh, the actress, I don't know her name, but she plays, I think she plays um, Sarah, Gilbert's, Sarah Gilbert's daughter on the show. She's in Shameless as Debbie. Um, oh. You know, there's a lot of people on that show who, uh, you know, I, I do feel bad for the, uh, you know, I mean, Wanda Sykes, no skin off her nose, you know. Oh, no. Um, but, you know, people who like, you know, who, who played the, the, the Becky, you know, the Beckys. Um, cause well, didn't one they bring... of the Beckys. She should be okay because she was on that long-running show with um, Zach Baniff. It's a doctor show. Oh, okay. I'm not sure of that. So but one of the Beckys is going to be fine. I don't know yeah. about the other Becky. But the kid who plays the and, son and the son. Um, but it's yeah. not even just the actors. It's the it's the the people who help produce the show. It's the carpenters. That's true. It's, That's you true. Know, the people who have to bring in lunch, the people, the janitors, mm-hmm. and maybe some of them are hired by the studio and they'll be repositioned over to other jobs. I don't know, but this, what Roseanne did was stupid and it hurts a lot of people. Oh yeah. And you know, I think a lot of the actors and the people, you know, on the higher up echelon of the show, they probably will be fine. I mean, the, the, the one, the, the one woman, um, I can't remember her name. She was she was one of the showrunners. She left the show on March 18th. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And it was just, I think she was just done. She said it was the most amazing and surreal experience. And when she said surreal, I was like, yeah, that should have been a tell. Yeah. And what's interesting to me, though, again, is not interesting, but disgusting to me, is that ABC hired her in the first place. You know, again, to, not to beat a dead horse, but... She has said some hateful, ugly, nasty things. She's proven that she can dish it out, but she can't take it. She blocked me on Twitter. I don't know if anybody remembers that famous video from like 1999 of her banning John Lydon, Johnny Rotten, from the Sex Pistols from her talk show because her producers were like, you need to be nice to her. You can't say anything critical of her, you know? But she can go out and she can open her, her fucking hole and belch forth this nonsense you know and and of course the conservatives are playing it off as like oh well it's a joke yeah it's a bad joke it's not a joke if you look at the context of all of her other shit that she spews it's not a joke no jokes are supposed to be funny i I think that conservatives forget that the reason a joke is something told to elicit laughter from other people she believes what she said about valerie jarrett she believes that Mm -hmm. she thinks she's she's you know, uh, you know this obsession with the Muslim Brotherhood. I try. T- let me tell you something. Trying to explain the whole Muslim Brotherhood obsession to Susan about this, it, it's like it's so fucking difficult because it makes no sense. Right. Because anybody who was attached to the Obama administration, oh, oh, Muslim Brotherhood. <laughs> you know, it, and you know that that whole fleeting moment with the the you know. Um, well, Roseanne went after Susan Rice for being part of the Muslim Brotherhood. Yes, back constantly. The, and so going back to your original question, uh, you know, why did ABC hire her? 
I don't, I didn't watch any of the show because I found mm -hmm. Roseanne Barr, she's become so completely objectionable in the past 10 or maybe even more years. She, she just was irrelevant to me. Yeah. I think that they hired, I think that, you know, Sarah Gilbert came into this. She was the one who wanted to put this show together. Yeah. And I think I that she that. did this, you know, with, with really good intentions. And I, I, I do believe this could be naive of me, but I do believe the rest of the cast came on board with really good intentions, and perhaps they thought Roseanne wouldn't screw up. Maybe they should have read the tabloids that we've read for the past 20 years. Or just her, her Twitter listen. feed. Or, yeah, or, or, you know, listen to Tom Arnold. But yeah. ABC itself, I do believe they saw a moneymaker. And, sure. And that's part of Hollywood. And ABC did want to go after those so-called Trump voters, although they didn't say Trump voters. They would talk about the, you know, the forgotten middle class, which, which is what the show, the first version of this show, was really all about. Mm -hmm. um, it was, you know, it's, it's not everybody's, it was never everybody's cup of tea, but it touched on a lot of issues during the 90s of struggling middle class when the middle class was really kind of falling apart sure thanks there, to there reagan thanks pro, to reagan there were pro-union episodes you know i mean there was one episode where she sounded like she could have been a bernie sanders supporter a, a politician came to the door and and i, I can't remember the episode it's i remember she talked to this pot you know it's and that was used a lot during the Bernie, you know, when Bernie was running against Hillary. People were using that clip to be like, this is what we should be saying to politicians. And it wasn't said, you know, like in, in that <clears throat> Bernie bot sort of way. Yeah. But the show really had good messages. Well. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know oh, if yeah. it's because. I don't know if it's. I think part of it is Roseanne. But I also think that this particular part of the middle class that. ABC was trying to target. I think that the show probably showed how much that middle class has changed in 20 years. Well, what was the phrase, Joe? What was the phrase, Joe, that they, the, uh, uh, the, um, the, the basically was code for racist for Trump supporters, the economically disenfranchised or something like that. What was, what was that, that phrase they used? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, but I can't think of it offhand. Yeah. Economic anxiety. So, Ec economic yes. anxiety yes. yes anxiety yes yes so bingo yeah uh fiscal anxiety economic anxiety one of those um but uh but yeah so that that was you know that that was kind of code because it, it, the economic anxiety came from i don't want people with different colored skin to get jobs because right. i think i'm special um you know and that's I don't called, want those jobs. Yeah, but I don't want other people to get them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no. it's it's white supremacy at its ugliest. So now Shepard Smith um, had uh, again. See, I'm going to preemptive on men to Shepard here. Amen. My God, Amen. Uh, he just fucking destroyed her. He destroyed her. And and oh, and Joe. I don't know if you remember this, but do you remember when Roseanne dressed like Hitler and was taking gingerbread men out of an oh. oven? Oh, yeah. yes, the burnt the burnt Jewish cookies. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious, Roseanne. Oh, yeah, piece that's of shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, roll on the floor. Yeah. Good times. 
Oh, and yeah. so, you know, I, I heard somebody say, well, you know, that was a photo shoot. They just wanted to be provocative. She could have said no. You can always yeah, say no. On, on, on the plane coming from the USO tour with, uh, with uh, what's the Senator? Franken. Franken. Mm-hmm. That was a photo shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so here we go. Uh, this is Shep Smith just eviscerating uh, Gross Ann Barr. Racism is not funny, and Roseanne Barr is a racist. Now her show is canceled. It's 3 o'clock on the East Coast, noon on the West Coast. I'm Shepard Smith in New York, and this is Shepard Smith reporting. ABC made the decision to nix the hit reboot of Roseanne just hours after the star comedian went on a rant on Twitter, made a racist statement, and not for the first time, about the former Obama White House advisor, Valerie Jarrett. Roseanne responding to an unfounded claim that President Obama had spied on French presidential candidates. She accused his former advisor of helping. The tweet, which Roseanne has since deleted, read, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby, equals VJ. VJ from Valerie Jarrett. As expected, that took on a life of its own. Not only did Roseanne delete the tweet, she tried to say she was sorry, quoting here, I apologize to Valerie Jarrett and to all Americans. I am truly sorry for making a bad joke about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me. My joke was in bad taste. She also said she was leaving Twitter. Fast forward just a few hours and ABC says the show, which was signed for a second season, is now canceled. It's not as if ABC did not know it had a show whose star is racist. Roseanne tweeted about President Obama's national security advisor and U.N. ambassador back in 2013. She wrote, Susan Rice is a man with big swinging eight balls. Despite her history, ABC was sticking with its star, at least until today. The show took off since coming back to television, the ratings through the roof, conservatives pointing to its success as an example of a greater political movement in this country, away from the left, away from what they called political correctness, even got plenty of attraction, of attention, I should say, from the president himself. Look at Roseanne. I called her yesterday. Look at her ratings. Look at her ratings. I got a call from Mark Burnett. He did The Apprentice. He's a great guy. He said, Donald, I called just to say hello and to tell you. Did you see Roseanne's ratings? I said, Mark, how big were they? They were unbelievable. Over 18 million people. Huge ratings, but racism killed it. So far, no word from President Trump since ABC's decision just less than an hour ago. Seems no amount of viewers or tweeting could have saved Roseanne from her racist ways. At least not this time. Oh, oh, sick burn. Look at that. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Yeah, so good job, Chef what, Smith. I'll, I'll, I'll trade one you Hewitt from MS, MSNBC for one Shep Smith. Yeah. That yeah, that's that's an unfair trade. <laughs> they, uh, uh, I gotta say, you know, uh, you probably maybe like seventy five Hugh Hewitts if they're good for mulch and compost. Huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it was being fair to Fox. I'm just saying I'll do it. True. True. <laughs> So, I mean, I, 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 I love what Shep said, but mm-hmm. you know, there's people like Jesse. Well, there's a few people over there on his network that have said some pretty racist things too. Oh yeah, 
yeah. You know, when we when we when we question why did ABC hire her, I mean, I I think there's a lot of questioning that. Mm-hmm. It, it it's a discussion I think that needs to be had. Why do we accept racism in mainstream and popular culture? Uh, you know, I mean, it, it took a, a accusation of uh, a, a sexual misconduct for Eric Bowling to get fired when he said in the past, Maxine Waters, put down the crack pipe. Don't end up like yes. Whitney Houston, you know, Mr. Boobs on the Ground, uh, talking about uh, Syrian uh, 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 female pilots. Fighter pilots, you know? pilots, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I'm not trying to deflect from the conversation that we're having. Yeah, no, no. And I it's, have a feeling that Shep can't call out his coworkers. Yeah, but I'm but saying, I'm just saying, you're right. There's a huge, there's a huge history of this. You know, I mean, Glenn Beck didn't get fired for saying President Obama was was racist with a deep seated hatred of white culture. You know, yes. they they just parted ways because the you know it was it, you know. They wanted to go a different direction. He wanted to go a different direction. He got rewarded. His yeah, his ratings weren't that good either. That that's something, you know. Roseanne's ratings were really good. Yeah, and good for ABC to just you know to to cut her loose, but bad for ABC for not taking into consideration all the ugly shit she did before. And good on yeah. and good for Shep Smith for reading what he said, uh, what she said about. Um, um, Rice. Um, why can't I remember her first name? Um, Susan. Susan Rice. Thank you. Oh, that's a hell of a name for oh, me. Oh, to forget. you're gonna get in trouble for that one. <laughs> I kept thinking Condoleezza. Um, but uh, but yeah, and good for him for reading the graphic things she said. You know, before. And and um, yeah. You know, I mean these these are not fucking jokes. This is what she believes. You know, I mean, and, and cat, and you know, cat for many, many years, a lot of people used to say, "Oh, she's just off her rocker," yeah, or you know, maybe she's just not mentally stable. And and I never liked that because uh, I think she's just she full is, of hate. Even if she does have mental health problems, she still believes this stuff. She does. And cat, cat, uh, uh, put a shared a tweet from Kathleen Madigan. She says, I'm sick of unfunny shit being called jokes. I work hard at jokes, so let's not use it was a joke when it was just a, when you just want to say fucked up shit. And, mm-hmm. and that's right. I mean, because this is, this is something, this is the stuff, just the hate-filled smears. This is a, ra- a, a racist slur, a slur, you know, saying somehow she's wrapped up with the Muslim Brotherhood, which I know isn't a perfect organization, but you can find a lot worse groups to to try and work with or associate with, you know, when, when trying to figure things out in the Middle East, you know? I mean, I, I'm no fan, uh, you know, of, of any group that is founded on a religion, so... You know, but you know this 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 false equivalence and this alignment constantly with anybody from the Obama. Oh, Muslim Brotherhood. Oh, it's like Tourette's. You know, if it. I, I think yeah. The thing wait, I'm wait, wait. I'm wait sorry. To, oh, wait till. Um, I, you know, Trump's going to be giving a speech tonight. Oh, he's going to say something. Oh, he's going to say something. But here's how they're going to frame this. They're going to frame this as a First Amendment issue. <laughs> and saying we, you know, what about her First Amendment rights to say what she feels, mm-hmm. and and that be you know which she has a First Amendment right to do that. She sure. doesn't have a First Amendment right to have a network a TV show. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. But here's the, here's the here's the hypocrisy that's going to come bleeding out of them is First Amendment rights, free speech, and all this from a group of people who are putting black players down in the NFL for taking a knee in the international anthem to protest tre- violent treatment by police against black people. They will use the First Amendment for Roseanne, but they won't use the First Amendment for black football players. Yeah. And in, and in line with that, honoring this woman who gave one of the most repulsive versions of the national anthem I have ever heard, and yet he praises her great ratings when she decimated the flag that day, yeah. grabbed her crotch, and spit. Yes. Yeah, and we'll have a little bit more on that later because I was surprised to hear a Republican bring that up too. Um, we got a lot of good reactions on this, but to your point, here's a 16 second clip of um, and I know I'm sorry, it's Dana Perino, but she's re- she's reading a tweet by Matt Viser from the uh, Boston Globe, and I ju- I just loved it. Boston Globe Deputy Washington Bureau Chief, you know him as Matt Viser, he tweeted this: "The question is not whether or." is not whether or not President Trump brings up Roseanne tonight during his rally in Nashville. The question is only whether it comes in the first 10 minutes or the 10 minutes after that. See, that's comedy. So, <laughs> that's that's comedy! Because, and who knows if Trump's even going to bring it up. I, I mean, I hope to God he brings it up. I hope to God he tries to, to rush to her defense. He I mean, can't help himself. Do not congratulate. Do not congratulate. <laughs> he cannot help himself. I oh please, baby Jesus. If uh, I'll tell you what, I'll convert baby Jesus. If you have Trump do no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. Um, but no, I, I want. I want him. I want him to say this. I want him He's to bring to. it up. The fact that uh, Sarah Sanders twice today, um kind of reiterated one of his tweets about i don't have time for this and it wasn't a, his one tweet wasn't mm-hmm. about roseanne Barr, but it was i don't have time for the Mueller and Ben. i don't have time to discuss that i've got a i've got big things with you know north korea and all this stuff and twice today sarah sanders was asked in the white house what does the president think and she said he doesn't have time to be concerned with it oh, he's he worried is. about north korea and that's he- when i knew oh he's going to say something yeah and well, he I'm, he, he doesn't have time for it. Cabinet position. He doesn't have time for it, but he can go on tweet rampages against you know uh, f- boogeymen that don't exist, and you know the deep state, and you know his. And it's again fake Spygate. Um, the deep she could state. Could accompany Rudy the, on the TV. You know. Uh, yes. Yeah. He so. doesn't have time for it, but he could golf twice this Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. And he can also, you know, uh, and, and again, that fucking tweet that I read on uh, on Tim's show on Sunday about him saying, oh, all those dead veterans would be so proud of me if mm. they were alive. How fucking, I mean, that's essentially what he said. He said, if all these people who sacrificed their lives were alive to this day and they saw what a great job I did for African Americans and Latinos, they would be so proud. No, I think Tim, Tim had it right. Tim had it right when Tim said he had a T-shirt made with his father's picture on it. Sorry, Dad, but we're still fighting Nazis. Yeah, yeah. 
So, but anyway, uh, we'll we'll have more on uh, more on this moron, um, uh, Roseanne uh, and Trump uh, when we come back. Uh, but yeah, you know, there's there I have some really some other really good responses to this. And again, you know, I, I'm not saying I, I I'm in love with any of these Republicans that I'm going to play. But um, there's a couple. Well, now there's really not even that many more Republicans to to hear from. Uh, but we have Valerie Jarrett's response. Say hello to the high road. <laughs> we will see the high road. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So, uh, but until uh, we're going to stay on the low road uh, for Roseanne right now. And actually, no. This is song of outreach and love by our friend Macaroni. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> so here, this one's for you. I think Macaroni would definitely approve of uh, the use of his his song for this break. But yeah, we'll be right back. Lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally, I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, 
fuck this you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. Fuck you. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. Fuck you. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Ending Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. Now, actually, I still have a show, unlike this one. Oh. What was that little thing at the end? <laughs> of course. Welcome back uh, to the program. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello. That was her athletic cup falling off. Oh, I see. <laughs> yes. And, uh, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. It is lovely to be back. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's a little less strange. I don't know. I- I gotta say, what a uh, weird day! It's been this a is, weird day. This is a real morale booster for me right now. Look at Roseanne. I called her yesterday. Look at her ratings. Look at her ratings. Uh, yeah, my yeah, ratings are I better now that the, the streaming <laughs> services are canceling her reruns. Yes, yes, that's exactly as, what. As our Me TV and all those uh, mm-hmm. 
cable ones that, that run her reruns. TV, TV the residuals. CMT. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Country Music Television. Uh, Living in Long Island gave a list of uh, some of the places uh, that were uh, shit canning her shows. So, um, bye bye royalties. Yeah. Jake Ollie says, so how long before the Roseanne show gets picked up by NRA TV with Alex Jones replacing John Goodman? <laughs> Probably has been already. Yeah, and you know what? Um, Alex Jones' wife tweeted out uh, earlier today, uh, ex-wife uh, tweeted out that uh, he, he responded by inviting her onto his show. Because apparently that was okay with Alex Jones. That's not racist at all. You know, so they're going to go on a first First Amendment rant. You you wait and yeah. see. Yeah, so yeah. If I, I'm sorry. Did I welcome back Rain? Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. Hello, welcome back. Yes, you did. So, you did. Okay. I had I had some Skype Skype hiccups. Oh, that's all right. Well, I I will say right that Roseanne was invited onto Jones's show. Yes, um, uh, that's uh, what Alex Jones's wife tweeted out. That you know, Alex Jones's response was to invite her onto his his talk show because apparently that that level of racism is just peachy keen with uh, Mr. Jones. We know. I mean, we know he's a racist. Um, you know, I just want to say something that I think is obvious to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yes, Roseanne the person, as opposed to Roseanne the show has a right she has a free speech right to say anything she wants but she does not have a right to is to not have to accept responsibility for the things that she yeah. does it's uh you know you don't have a, the first amendment does not guarantee your right to employment at a private company you yeah know? who does she think she is the president well, see there you go I, um sadly i'll give you a rim shot for that uh so <laughs> she, could, she could replace betsy DeVos at one point yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, anyway, so I want to um, get back to a little bit of the audio here. This one was a little confusing uh, because it came from Fox News and it didn't come from Shepard Smith. But on the Outnumbered program, I don't know who all the panelists were because I got this video from Twitter. My apologies. The first woman uh, speaking was was she had uh, she had her head on right. Uh, but Harris Faulkner, I believe the host of uh, Outnumbered, chimed in, and I seriously, you just uh, here you go. Obviously, that's racist to the nth degree. It's something that you don't expect someone, you know, in the public eye like this to do, and it also really strikes at the heart of that argument that, you know, Roseanne was a Trump supporter because it was just about economic anxiety. That's blatant racism. She's had anti-Semitism on her Twitter account for a well, long time. Yep. D- yeah. I, I, so you connected this already to the president, which I understand is no, an no, argument no, on the left. What? She was doing a very specific thing where she was saying the show. I'm sorry. It's not an argument on the left. It's an argument in reality, connecting her mm-hmm. to the president, the, to Trump, because she, the Trump crowed that that show was about him and the cult. Yes. Right. It's about us. It's about Did us. She, and did I miss that? Did she say anything about Trump? I may have missed it. I can back it up. It's only it's only like twenty seconds in, so let, let, let's see what she says. But you know, he's it's a fact. Trump has enabled all of these people to come out and say far worse than what Roseanne has said. You know, if you ever go into the the hive of scum and villainy, we'll never find 
the more wretched hive of scum and villain. The things they say about Obama in any African-American politician, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's fucking amazingly mm-hmm. evil. I mean, it, it, it's the most evil racism I've ever seen. You know, and I've heard some pretty vile shit, you know, said in open air. But, you know, it puts what the, you know, the the Nazis, you know, you will not replace us stuff, you know, in, in the Tiki Torch fuckers. Uh, it puts what they, you know, it would, it, it would make them blush, you know. Um, but, you know, this. So and again, Trump has said horrible racist things. He, you know, he discriminated against uh, people in his housing, you know, back, you know, apartments, whatever, in the 70s. Uh, Central Park Five, you know, he still never apologized for that. Um, you know what? You know, he he was the birther in chief. He's the birther in chief. Yes. Yes. That is the largest racist movement, the, the largest new racist movement of this century. You know, and and, and it He's is never considered apologize for that. No, either. never apologize. In his and, and you know what, every last one of his fucking cultists are are either a yeah he was born in Kenya and he's a Muslim or b they're just like oh get over it. I'm sorry, if he doesn't apologize, there's nothing for me to fucking get over, and it's been so long. Fuck you, I'm not gonna uh, no. There's there there are things that you don't forgive in this world. Yeah. I don't care. I'm not a Christian. I don't have to forgive shit. You know that's not my my uh, worldview. Um, and uh, but yeah. So so Faulkner, if she's upset, oh, you connected this to Trump. Trump connected himself to fucking Roseanne, and his stupid son retweeted something today that said George Soros was a Nazi. So guess mm. what? It's connected to Trump of their own volition. So yeah, Connect so let's yeah, so let's see let's see uh, exactly what um, she says here. Obviously, that's racist to the nth degree. It's something that you don't expect someone, you know, in the public eye like this to do. And it also really strikes at the heart of that argument that, you know, Roseanne was a Trump supporter because it was just about economic anxiety. That's blatant racism. She's had anti-Semitism on her Twitter account for a long time. Yeah. So you connected to this. Okay, so there you go. That's the connection was the the economic anxiety. She was a Trump supporter. Yeah. So in Harris Faulkner, oh, okay, you just immediately connected it to the president. Well, uh, that's what Roseanne said mm-hmm. about the show. That's what the media was saying about the show. That they didn't run away from the idea of addressing Trump America in in this show. That's so who Roseanne wanted her character to be. So, oh, yeah. I get it. That's a liberal. That's what the liberal side of the spectrum wants to say. That's exactly what the, the the conservative side of the spectrum wants to say. This is a show for for and by us. Yeah, this is not this is not economic anxiety. We didn't come this up with is, this stupid fucking show. This is about racial anxiety. It certainly this is about is. white anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why, you know, back in the day, reading that kind of stuff from the New York Times, and I even suspect, I saw a lot of the New York Times, I, I, I'm sure I saw it in the New York Post, mm. but I read the New York Post a lot, so I could be biased. I never liked that line of, that line of why they voted, and 
and going yeah. back to these Trump supporters to, to say, are you economically you know, anxious? It, it always seemed racist to me, and I'm about as white as people can get. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, so anyway, let's continue the outnumbered clip because, you know, oh, well, obviously that's what the liberals want to do is connect the president to it. You did it. He did it himself. So already to the president, which I understand is no, an no, argument no, on the left. She was doing a very specific thing where she was saying the show was important because it showed. And I'm not denying that there are plenty of people who voted for this president because of economic anxiety. But Roseanne Barr is a racist. Well, and, no, well, I, I think right now, you know, just looking at it, uh, we, we live in a, a, a politically correct world right now. We live yeah. in a world where it's just not it's just plain not nice. It's not nice to it's say not about this. political correctness. Well, it, 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 no, it's about common decency. It's not political correctness when you're just belching. You know, if you uh, and I, I, I'm going to go back to this argument. I've used this uh, many times. I haven't said it in a while, but there never would have been a need for the PC movement if it wasn't for racist conservatives. Yes, it was. It was simply an idea to try and make this a more polite society. And maybe not call people things they didn't want to be called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, mean, hi. It, I don't like to be called be called a bitch. Yeah, bingo. And you know that I mean that that's I've changed my vocabulary over the years. You know, I used to say horrible things, and I don't you know, and I don't do it anymore. Um. But, you know, uh, this is, uh, you know, I, I shied away from racist terms for certain, but, you know, and I would never say th- something like that to somebody's face or in a tweet, you know, I'll call somebody a Trump cultist or an idiot or a moron. But, you know, if they say something idiot, Id- idiotic or moronic or Trump cultese, you know, but I mean, this is ridiculous. No, it's not. We live in a PC culture, so this stuff just doesn't float. No. We don't live in a PC culture. We live in a, a civil society that should treat people in an honest and decent fashion without reducing them to to, to just, you know, a, 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 a caricature or, or calling them, you know, or making references to animals. You know, I mean, this is... That was the thing. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. That was the thing. It wasn't even just this whole idea of... of um, the Muslim Brotherhood. What I really hated was her equating a human being to an animal. And I yeah. know as humans we are animals, but she she's doing something straight out of the playbook of authoritarians, Nazis. The same Jim thing Crow. Trump did when he said that the MS that the, the the gang members are animals. He is taking away. She's she's trying to take away her humanity. Well, yeah, this is and this is far worse because you know the the this kind of st- the, the, the 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 this kind of slur um, has been used by you know for for hundreds of years uh, against African Americans, and it is you know, and you saw you remember the pictures they made of the Obamas after you know, and conservative oh. pol- elected politicians were sharing the shit around and would never apologize. You know, so you remember during the uh, the healthcare debate, the medicine man with the bone in his nose. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, and 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 and, and to this day, all these asshole conservatives are, are out there saying, 
President Obama had a unique opportunity to unite us all on race. How the fuck was he supposed to do that when you were running the birther movement and then putting all these grotesque pictures out in your teabagger rallies? You know? How the fuck was it he yeah, supposed to do shit? Watermelon. Yeah. You know? All that. All that. Oh, oh, how could he stop? Blame the black guy for white people still hating blacks. That's fucking... Isn't that the way it's always been? Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. But, well, it was a unique scenario in the case that he was our first African-American president. So, you know, it, 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 it was slightly different. But anyway, so, but Harris Faulkner... Okay, yeah, uh, in, in her uh, in the one little redneck she had on there saying, well, we live in a PC culture. Don't even fucking bring up PC. If it's racist, <laughs> it's racist, okay? Yeah. The opposite of racist isn't PC. The opposite of racist is not racist. Okay, yes. I made my point. <laughs> I heard you slam the desk. I, yeah, I did. I karate chopped the desk. I went... Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, continuing. It so, hold on a minute. Well, Let her finish. Let's just look at what this was and what she said. The, the tweet was was not nice. It was ugly. It was demeaning. It was gross. And let's just leave it at that. Why? It was Why leave it at it's that? Just, it's just mean spirited. Can it not be mean spirited? It's just that's horrible. what racism is implicitly. But it's important to say racism. She's also posted pictures but of herself before relating, with a Hitler mustache. You're relating pulling gingerbread cookies out of relating it back okay. to Trump. All right. Let's let's stay on topic here, Jessica, because what this also is, and, and Noelle, I hear what you're saying. Uh, I, I don't understand it to be anything other than free speech. Like she's she's saying, and it oh is extremely God. offensive, but it is just that. Well, and I so think- and she says in one of her tweets, there were three rapid fire today, where she said, "Well, it was a it was a joke. It was a miscalculated joke." And she is a comedian. Yes, she does have a very wicked, twisted sense of humor. Everybody knows her to be a little raunchy, a little rough. So, you know, why I do agree, you know, that it is freedom of speech. She should take in consideration that she has lit a fuse and she knows what she's doing. Once you enter in people, you know, like Valerie Jarrett, you know, somebody from the left, even somebody from the right, you've now well, just you entered in animals. Area. It's just not right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and one more thing here, because we, we talk about the free market. ABC looked at this, obviously. This was rapid fire. She just tweeted this this morning. Well, as you were saying, we were talking about before this started, Wanda Sykes quit the show and they can't just about an hour show, ago. Just about an hour ago, while we were sitting on the couch, you got that yep. Twitter alert, and that's the importance of people standing up. Oh, in the leggy hour when they were sitting on the couch for all the uh, old farts, uh, <laughs> so they can you know get their jollies. Um, so that woman who said this is raunchy, I, I don't know her name. I remember she, yeah, she, she's a Republican strategist or pollster. Mm-hmm. She would not. Yeah. She would not call it out. She was basically excusing it as it was just something. Oh, it was just. Uh, well, well she's nice known for being raunchy. She's known for being raunchy. Well, I mean, that- the one woman there who said, no, this is racism. Call it out. I just want to say, I, I don't know the race of the Republican strategist or pollster, but the one woman who said this is racism, she was red haired and white. Yeah, uh, the whole panel, the, the the panel was all white except for Harris Faulkner, the host. The yes. and I think that's her name, Harris Faulkner. It's like two last names. Um, and, and I, this, they're excusing it. These are two out of the three women there are trying to excuse mm-hmm. what she said. All and I hear is free speech. Got, yeah, and as soon as it got close to anything Trump, there was like 
oh, well, why are you connecting it to Trump? This is, it should be connected. He took Trump credit for it. One who, he, he took credit for it. He's the one who's made it okay to say these things. Yeah, he took credit for this because look at, look our ugly movement. Look, there's a show for our ugly movement. And Don Jr., Don again, Don Jr. retweeted the Soros Nazi tweet. And by the Mm -hmm. way, by the way, uh, I I I was uh, mentioned this before the show, but uh, I saw uh, by Colin uh, Kalmbacher over on Law and Crime uh, headline: George Soros has a strong defamation case against Roseanne over Nazi tweet, and I think he should fucking sue her out of existence. You know, because one, she almost certainly made a false statement. Two, Roseanne uh, definitely uh, published the statement to a third party. Three, Roseanne Barr's statement was made deliberately and and uh, likely with actual malice. Four, Roseanne mm-hmm. Barr's statement clearly qualifies as defamation per se. Um, and um, yeah, so I'm not going to read all the other stuff. But yeah, you know, so so there seems like four pretty solid qualifications. For George Soros to sue her out of existence. And, yeah, more money for us, then. Let's do that. Um, yes. Because we get our checks, our Soros checks. So I want we get to, a raise. We get a raise uh, that way. Uh-huh. Huge, huge raise. Um, not like Ivanka with her patents. Oh! Um, oh, no. Yeah, we'll probably talk about that later. Went there. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, you know, this is... Uh, you know that this is just vile, ugly hatred and racism, and to go after Soros the way she did, and go after Valerie Jarrett. And let's get to va- actually Valerie Jarrett's uh, response here, because you want class. Here's class. I'm fine. I'm worried about all the people out there who don't have a circle of friends and followers who come right to their defense. The person who's walking down a street minding their own business and they see somebody cling to their purse or want to cross the street. Or every black parent I know who has a boy who has to sit down and have a conversation, the talk, as we call it. And those, as you say, those ordinary um, examples of racism that happen every single day and i think that's why i'm so glad to be here this evening talking with all of you yeah and uh, over uh, you know and boogity on in jesus name boogity 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 amen yeah and they're having a round they're having a town hall round table on race tonight uh, i i'm i don't know if they you know if that was just an impromptu thing or not but boy that was when they were filming it Oh, okay. So that so, you know, it was, that was planned. It was planned. Well, I don't know if it. What she, I don't know if what she said was planned per se. Uh, the thing is, is that they were they're filming the town hall. They filmed it this afternoon, and it was right around this whole time when Roseanne got fired. That's when I what saw I, on Twitter that Valerie Jared um, had already been planned to be a guest. What? Like she was supposed to be there anyway. Y'all there? Yeah, I'm yeah. here. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, so uh, no, that's okay. So it's uh, just very it, it, it's it, it works out very good for MSNBC or NBC. I think it's going to be aired on NBC tonight. I'm not yeah. sure, but it worked out really good in a certain aspect because they're doing this town hall on everyday racism. Yeah, and, and, and um, the so what I'm saying is I I didn't think that her her statement was planned. This the town hall was planned. Not yes. around what was going on with Roseanne, but you know, 
it's right. it, it coincides right. in a very in very good timing because you know yeah. this can be you know the the megaphone can be out there for this shit you know um you know to 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 just expose it and you know and and again i'm so glad shep smith you know actually read out what you know read out loud what uh susan you know uh roseanne called susan rice you know i'm not going to repeat it but you know he put that out over fox's airwaves you know so she had enough time to not you know she was given she was technically given a second chance with this show oh absolutely opinion her career was in the shit yeah she was given a second chance with this show to just put up or just shut up about this stuff and she couldn't control herself because now i've always thought she was pretty racist but if you can't shut your mouth up when you mm-hmm. have a mate it is not easy to have a, a hit show a number one show on a network yeah and you still can't shut your yap yeah and uh i yeah. don't think she's gonna work again yeah uh, no i i don't i don't either um you know and and she doesn't deserve to uh maybe in a you know a diner she can go back to her roots um you know and uh but anyway, anyway, we should probably go to the break. But we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more when we come back. Um, Joe, any other uh, any other quick thoughts before we uh, go to the break? No, just uh, you're right. She's never going to work again. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, Hulu just pulled her shows. So yeah, and Cat, well, like you y- said, y- country the country. Uh, CMT, CMT, country music television. CMT pulled it. Yeah, it's getting the Cosby treatment. Yeah, a lot quicker than the Cosby treatment. Oh, you know, I mean, this is you know, no people don't want to muck around with this. You know, I mean, this might be cool for Trump cultists. The the Trump cultists probably, you know, and I love the fact that they're out there. uh, uh, I'll mention this. Uh, uh, No, no, I'm not going to mention it. There's a revenge plan in place everyone <laughs> we're gonna be so we're gonna be owned we're gonna be owned libtards will be owned <laughs> but yeah oh it's it's oh, so priceless oh yeah we, i know don't, there's, a don't. Don't there's a big tease please don't do that there's don't. a big teaser please don't hurt us this way don't uh, throw me into the briar patch yeah <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'll read a tweet that I uh, that I uh, shared earlier, um, and uh, and it w- actually we should go to Twitter and and find some Roseanne tweets because the memes are starting to fly. <laughs> as uh, <laughs> they are, yeah. Um, but anywho, let's go ahead. Where they put the Oakland barbecue chick. Uh, yes, yes, uh, they canceled Roseanne. <laughs> they put they put Roseanne's face on her. They did the one, yeah. They put Roseanne's face <laughs> on her. So, but uh, yeah, that's her a doppelganger. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're gonna hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, lots more of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. We are living in the most spectacular, difficult, and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature, never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. 
The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. The awful Oval Office. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me as always on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Welcome back. Hi. And... <laughs> Oh, no, I should and look. I got Duke barking. He did not can't like do that it. either. So, <laughs> and uh, and of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also from the Tim Carmel Show, had a great time with you on Sunday, Joe. You, John, and Tim. we had fun. Yes, we did. Yeah. So, and uh, so, all right. So this is the this tweet from robert wheel llc i still don't know if this is a um a parody or not but i have a feeling that a lot of people don't think it's parody because it has five thousand likes all right so uh at bobby big wheel is the um is the guy that's his twitter handle this is his tweet getting bill maher fired would own the libs please rt for awareness i i retweeted it and i said you run with that plan bobby boy <laughs> I, oh my god i'll be so sad <laughs> i'll be so sad oh please no don't don't take away bill maher oh he's transphobic and islamophobic i don't know what i could do without him <laughs> yeah please go for it dumbasses also sexist <laughs> Uh, yeah, also sexist dated as well. Ann Coulter. Uh, did date Ann Coulter as well. Uh, yeah, yes. uh, wildly intolerant individual. Uh, I know I can be uh, uh, intolerant against religion uh, from time to time, but it's usually the more extreme people uh, who, you know, evangelicals, whatnot, fundamentalists. Um, oh my God! There's sixty-one thousand, sixty-one thousand tweets about Bill Maher. Oh my Do God! Do not realize that he's not our our liberal hero? Yeah. I, 
So yeah, here, here, with these people is here, dumb. Listen to this: uh, twenty-three thousand likes um, you, uh, from Melissa uh, McEwen at Shake Shakes tweets uh, four hours ago. You guys, you guys, conservatives think they're going to go to avenge Roseanne and punish liberals by getting rid of Bill Maher off the air. L O L O L O L O L. Oh no, flails flails arms limply. Please don't do it. Falls asleep on couch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retweeting that. <laughs> uh, what will we do it up? There goes my HBO subscription. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this. I love this. Oh, no, no, no. Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. I have to keep it. Here you go. Uh, the failing New York Tim at, at Tim Duffy tweeted, first they came for Roseanne, and I was like, hell yeah. Then they came for Bill Maher, and I was like, holy shit, it's my birthday. <laughs> and uh, Parker Malloy at Parker Malloy says, it'll never stop being... It'll never stop being funny to me that people on the right think Bill Maher is some sort of leftist hero, parenthetically, or even just a plain old liberal hero. And... <laughs> And I love this. Jared Holt. Wait, this is what they're going with? Really? No, stop. Uh, uh, At Charlotte Clymer, uh, Charlotte Clymer at CM Clymer, C-L-Y-M-E-R. Wait, conservatives are demanding Bill Maher be taken off the air in exchange for Roseanne? Gosh, that's a tough one. But, you know, fair is fair. And in the interest of total fairness, we should make this happen without further delay. I don't make the rules. (laughs) I could read these all night. These are brilliant. This is so dumb, though. Guys, it's really dumb. Bill Maher has nothing to do with what Roseanne did. They're like, yeah. this is what they tried to do after Bill O'Reilly got fired. They were like, well, well if you're going to take Bill O'Reilly out, we're going to go after one of your people. Uh, Bill okay. Maher has nothing to do with liberals either. No, he, he, <laughs> he, like, what the fuck? You know, I, I, are you kidding me? I, I love this one. I love this one because you know they they retweeted my favorite uh, Willy Wonka um, thing. But uh, it, it's it says no, uh, Parker Malloy again. Uh, no, don't fire Bill Bill Maher. Anything but that. Stop! Don't come back. And then of course they she has that <laughs> she has that GIF. <laughs> that was. Uh, I mean- that GIF has been making the rounds a lot today for everything. <laughs> so dumb. I don't want Bill Maher to lose Stop, his don't job. come back. I, I don't care. I, I'm indifferent. I don't watch I don't, him anymore since, yeah, you know, his last... That's just it. I, I might see a clip here and there of something that, you know, mm-hmm. clock, watch, right? Yeah. But I, I don't go out of my way to watch him anymore because I find it to be incredibly sexist, mm-hmm. transphobic. And Islamophobic, I do. Yeah, well, and, you know, and there, there was the time where you know, back when Tom was still on the show, and he, he would that was like a go-to for him for doing audio prep for the show, and and there was a bad scene where you know he he was we were he was calling he like Trump. He was sexist. no, he I didn't remember that. But yeah, it was it was rough. Uh, but you know, it was it was right though because you know the the you know the the whole he thing was Republicans he, bitches. Well, he called Trump. He called Trump like a little bitch or something like that, and yeah. basically said yes. that basically was degrading women by saying Trump is like you. You know that mm-hmm. th- that's what I got out of it. But you know, so after Tom, you know, Tom basically was, I, I'm not, you know, okay, fine, I won't do that anymore. And I, I think I plucked something from Mars show that was 
like about a year ago maybe that was like malcolm nance and i'm like i tried to clip out all of you know of bill maher but you know yeah you know here's the thing with bill maher i don't watch him on a regular basis because i i don't find him very likable but he's got guests on that those segments are worthy and if that makes me a hypocrite fine I, you know, it's one of those cases where I don't want to completely, I don't seek him out. I don't I seek a, Bill Maher out, but yeah, he's got I, guests that are worth watching. Mm-hmm. Like the the Kathy Griffin interview from a few weeks ago. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, Joe. I, I just, yeah, I, I remember that night uh, last year uh, with the uh, Malcolm Nance audio. Yeah. Uh, and I made some rotten remarks about Mar because right around that time he made some trans jokes on there. Yeah, that was where I was like, "No, I'm." I'm and done. I said, "Okay, we're done." Yeah. You know, I mean, how far are you, you going to push this? You mm-hmm. know, you're, yes. you're pretending this. You're pretending you're a liberal. You're pretending you, 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 you all you care about is yourself. And 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 he's so into himself. He's another Trump. Yeah. And his jokes, his He's jokes, narcissist often. Is what He's a narcissist. I think he is. I yeah. wouldn't go as far as Trump. Well, his you jokes. know what I mean. He's a narcissist, yeah, I, a narcissist, yeah. and 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 um, and 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 I, I, after that, I said, you know what? Enough of you. Uh, enough with the Muslim thing. Enough with the trans thing. I mean, you're just and and enough with the fact that I can't forgive you for dating Ann Coulter. You know yeah. what? We all make Thanks. mistakes. I dated a Republican once. Well, I oh. have to tell you, I, I never did. Cat rem- <laughs> Cat reminds me of what it was. Now, uh, it was uh, I used Malcolm Nance and Larry Wilmore taking down Milo on on Mars show. Yeah, and that was well worth it because Milo's ooh, such a little scumbag. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that, that was pretty much it. And I, I've tuned out, I don't, I have HBO. I don't watch his show. You know, I'd much rather watch John Oliver. Um, somebody who's literally actually funny. Um, and, um, but yeah, but a couple more tweets though, because I'm, I'm hooked on these things. I can't believe they're (laughs) thinking like liberals are going to be hurt about this. Yeah. I I love this. Uh, Molly, uh, Molly, uh, Hodge Hodgden Molly Hodgden at Manglewood. Um, <laughs> I hope conservatives don't get Bill Maher taken off the air to own the libs. It would be the most devastating thing to happen to us since that time they all smashed up their own Keurigs. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> oh. And uh, and uh, let me see. Um, uh, Brooklyn Dad Defiant. He's. Uh, I love this guy. He was one of my Twitter friends on uh, uh, Tim's show um, last year. All these MAGA adults out there trying to compare Bill Maher to Roseanne. Unless HBO suddenly changes its slogan to "It's not cable, it's new, it's network TV." Don't hold your breath and, uh, on him getting canceled. But please proceed. We'll watch you guys. You're so good at the boycotts. So. <laughs> <laughs> nails it doesn't it yeah and the you know the 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 joke laura ingram on air the joke the joke that uh it looks like um david schuler it might have been the guy who tried to get it uh, well no maybe one of the other people but um but one of the things that's going around it's uh, um 
David Schuler tweeted at Fox News, but it's it's applauded if Bill Maher makes a similar joke about real Donald Trump. The double standard is sickening, and it shows Maher with a picture of Trump next to an orangutan. Now, there isn't uh, there isn't an historical basis to uh, compare, um, uh, you know, white ginger people like Trump to apes. There is not racist. There is yeah, it's not. It's not. It's it's ingrained in um in American culture and beyond that, you know, African Americans are treated as less than human, you know. Um so so that, you know, the the, the it's not a double standard. That's <laughs> there's a standard and then there's no standard. You know, I mean it, it's it's fucking stupid. But yeah, and um, but yeah, a whole bunch of conservatives are uh, tweeting that. Gee, I hope they don't come after Tom Hartman. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Stop! No. Don't come back! No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh no! Yeah, there's just uh, just all of it's like, oh no, not Bill Maher, and then there's like you know a woman on a. a hammock smiling eating an apple <laughs> um yeah but uh but yeah let me see uh dear manga idiots please don't get bill Maher fired because it will force me to temporarily approve of what you're doing <laughs> that's from uh, at sean kent <laughs> you know, one thing i think that is fair to say is that bill Maher is an equal opportunity offender i mean he offends liberals conservatives yeah, that's why I think he does it purposely. He's yeah. he's just a narcissist. He just he just likes the attention. He's a that's all, and he doesn't care where he gets it. He's like a dog. A dog will do good things or bad things. It's all for the same reason. Give me attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it just they're really dumb at the fights that they pick. Yeah. Oh, I know. Die on that hill. There would have been no fight if Roseanne didn't do this. So they automatically like, oh, now I have to be outraged about something instead of sitting back and thinking. All right, wait a minute. What she said yeah. was terrible. Perhaps gonna... I shouldn't hitch my pony to this trailer. No, uh, Maybe Dion... they'll get all the Saul. Maybe they'll get all the Saul Alinsky books off the bookshelf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snow. There you go. Oh God, what am I going to do now for my Alinsky uh. fix? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll read Burroughs instead. Um, but uh, you know. Uh, uh seriously you know uh maggots uh die on that hill please i appreciate i approve so i I mean it makes no difference bill maher's not going to be suffering for money you know he's been working steady for a long time now so yeah Yeah. i I mean nope i don't think (laughs) his show i I would love to know what the ratings are in his show because it can't be that great because he's pissed off you know i mean everybody yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Except for that one exec yeah, Kat, at Kat, HBO. Cat reminded me that that was the, that was the episode, and it was the last one I ever watched. The with, uh, Malcolm Nansler and Milo yeah. and him were making yep. jokes about trans women, and that's when I said, "Well, you fuck." Oh, okay. You know? I never. Okay. I, that's the last show I ever watched. So yeah, and uh, but anyway, anyway, I I approve. I approve of this. Telling you, I have not. This snowflake is not melted from them. No, no, I'm okay. But you know, Don't throw me into the prior patch. But you know how oh, they're feeling. No. You know how they're feeling right now about uh, season two, of Roseanne. <laughs>
dang, that felt uh, there's, hard. There's that athletic cup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I tend to think it's one of those cheap-ass Corel dishes that rolled out of the backyard. Could be. Could be. I like Corel dishes, for the record, so or, I cheap-ass. I like them, too. Could be the cor- it could be the, uh, the last part of a Keurig. Yeah, could be. Or maybe it was Rudy's lower lower plate. So <laughs> could be. Yeah, would roll around a little bit. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So take that all back. That makes sense. Yeah. So now this this clip I really want to play. Uh, in in uh, this this is great. This is great. I don't really even know who this guy is, uh, but he's on Fox News. I'm assuming he's a, typically an asshole, but he he had a, a quick come to Jesus moment um, about all of this about conservatives hitching their wagons to Roseanne, especially the Trump cult. And it's Chris Steyerwalt. I don't know who he is. I don't care who he is. He was on with Dana Perino, whatever. Um, But what he said here makes so much sense in the grand scheme of the Trump cult. And um, it's, it's uh, it's truly a thing of beauty tribalism is getting worse and it's making people so stupid the amount of stupidity that is coursing through our body politic these days is pretty astonishing but it was hard to miss with roseanne here's a person who's made her career out of being awful right uh the famous national anthem with the spitting during the national anthem she's a she is a, a comedic version of a shock jock her whole employ here was about saying and doing outrageous things to get attention when i saw conservatives and I saw Republicans gravitating to her because she was saying things that they liked about Donald Trump and they could claim her as one of their own I thought what a bad risk what a, a, this is a person who this is like this, the animals in the wilder in the wild if certain stripe patterns let you know that this is a venomous snake stay away and the fact that the president couldn't stay away and the fact that a lot of his followers couldn't stay away tells you the intensity of tribalism oh. <laughs> You dumbasses. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, and I, I don't necessarily agree that she built her career off of this, but she's gone down the road because of her lack of success yes. in later life. She has gravitated towards the conspiracy minded, um, hate filled rhetoric, um, you know, but, you know, the, the grabbing of the crotch and spitting during the national anthem, you figured all of the the Trump cultists out there who were like, oh, oh, if you kneel during the the national anthem, you hate America and the troops and you hate the police and you're terrible, but you spit and you grab your crush, that's totes fine. I love you. If you go back to the time when she did that, conservatives were really upset about that. Yes, well, they were. conservatives back then actually behaved yes. like conservatives and liked Reagan and Bush. But I the mean, rendition, uh, too. I mean, the way she said it. Everybody hated that. Oh. You know, I think that was right around yeah. the time when Tom Arnold was like, you know what? We've done enough drugs. I'm going to divorce you. Yeah. I'm going into rehab. Stop. Don't. Come you back. Go on with your bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, it, but. You know this this thing, and you know I I kind of have this theory, and it, we've kind of touched upon it a little bit here and there, and you know when I when I say hey leave our pop culture alone to different conservatives, it's like you know no no you don't get to play Led Zeppelin on your radio show, no you don't get to you know 
you know, like good movies that are made by people who have a liberal bent. Stop liking good TV shows that that we are creating for you. You know, not me personally, but you know, all the damn Hollywood liberals. You know, um, it is. I think they're desperately trying to compartmentalize and 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 build their own celebrity base and trump obviously is the figurehead for that and they really thought they had somebody with roseanne with this big comeback and you know the and, and then you see people out there like zach snyder who was you know uh the, the you know um did this batman versus superman movie and you know he's been talking about it for a while but i guess his next project is an adaptation of the fountainhead now if a trump cultist has read a book let alone the fountainhead I'd give him a cookie because I doubt it. Um, but Fountainhead is really hard to read. Yeah, well, Rand is really hard to read. She, I, I find oh, her, yes. I find her unreadable. I've never read any of her books because they're so pompous and creepy. Uh, you know, there's nothing that uh, that attracts me to them. But you know, so you know, so and they tried that for a while, like they did the. What was the other the Ayn, Ayn Rand um, uh, Atlas Shrugged? They did like the different you know, low budget movies of that. Um, and they tried, I think they couldn't even get part three off the ground and Actually, they couldn't I'm even, they couldn't even bring back the, the, the original cast for the second movie. They recast the entire film and part three was crowdsourced. Oh, it was. I want you to think about that when it comes yeah. to libertarianism. Yeah. So, so the, the, <laughs> so the libertarians, yeah, that's funny. That's socialism. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so I think there's this desperate attempt, you know, like with Tim Allen, they're like, oh yeah, Fox has Tim Allen now with his, you know, rah, 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 stupid growly show, whatever it's called. Um, uh, it, it, oh, it's, I think it's last man grunting or sharding. So. Um, but you know, I really think they're trying to build in, in a, in a really crappy way, their own entertainment sphere. And, you know, there's been people out there, there's like, you know, there's there's the John Voights and the Dean Canes and the Kelsey Grammers, you know, and they, they've got, you know, this, this loose cabal that are always like, oh, you know, it's hard to get a job in Hollywood if you're a conservative. Well, it's also hard to get a job if you're an asshole or if you're limited in the talent department. Um, you know, and, and those names that I just mentioned. comedy is not funny. Oh yeah, and the conservative comedy doesn't exist. Um, you know, unless you count Mark Stein, I won't do it tonight. It's really not funny, and I, I like I said, I haven't seen the new the reboot of Roseanne, but back in the day, it wasn't necessarily conservative or liberal. It was just middle class, and it was about the shrinking middle class. There was something funny about it in that it didn't, I mean, it didn't demean people. You had, you had LGBTQ people on that show. Mm -hmm. um, it, it touched, it touched on a lot of cultural references back in the day. Yeah. And even if Roseanne was conservative back then, it, it, it had relevance. And um, I don't think she was. I don't think she was. She wasn't, at least, you know, in her personal life, she wasn't a conservative at all with, you know, the booze and drugs and, you know, um, and all that. 
you know, so, I mean, there was no indication she was conservative. She might have been apolitical, but again, some of the things, you know, pro-union stuff on her show. And the, yeah. like you said, the talking like, you know, uh, a, a socialist on her show. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And I have to wonder, one thing I've been wondering all day is if the, the people who watched Roseanne then, not all of them, I'm not trying to generalize, yeah. the people who watched Roseanne then, um, you know, fast forward 20 years later, are a lot of them the same people now and felt like, yeah, Roseanne changed into the same person that I am now as opposed to, like, it, it goes back to this economic anxiety thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's something to be said about our culture where Roseanne was very groundbreaking back in that mm -hmm. day. And it wasn't necessarily groundbreaking now, but it was sort of expected to be what it was yeah i hope that it might not make sense i'm still working no out theory uh, out yeah and and you know and again i'm working out the one about them wanting their own version of reality with like entertainment and, and whatnot but i, I do have there's a part of that too yeah I, I i do have to play this since i mentioned atlas shrug yes at first i was happy to be learning how to read it seemed exciting and magical but then i read this atlas shrugged by ann rand I read every last word of this garbage, and because of this piece of sh I'm never reading again. Thank you, Michelle, <laughs> for reminding me. Uh, but yeah, you know, with the the cancellation of Roseanne, you know what I think we're looking at, everybody. We are looking at the death of comedy. And I won't play this song. I won't play this. Song. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know how many times I'm going to play it? Zero. That's how many times. Because you know why? Can't do it. Can't do it. No. Get into it. I promise I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. We <laughs> definitely got some mileage on that. Can't do it. And you know what else? You know you know how many people cheered for Giuliani's birthday the other day? Zero. You know why they couldn't do it? Can't just, do it. Just can't do it. Anyway, we'll have that special anti-birthday boner <laughs> uh, for, oh, yes. for the ghoul. Uh, I've never been so proud of being a Yankee fan in my life. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So uh, on that note, we are gonna we're gonna go ahead and run to the break. No green news report today, everybody. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, cue up a song from Bobber. Um, <clears throat> and by the way, uh, we have a very uh, this Friday uh, we're gonna have um, we're gonna debut a brand new Bobber song, everybody. You're hearing it here first. Well, I talked to him about it. It's going to happen. Um, and uh, we're I'm very excited. You, you'll hear it here first. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Excuse me for clearing my throat. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, listen to... Um, we'll listen to Three Minute Waterfall. We haven't heard that one in a while. Three Minute Waterfall. Three minutes and 11 seconds. False advertising. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. In my mind, you're the Always be there. Just no irony. I knew that you'd always be there. Anyway. 
I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. Look at Roseanne. I called her yesterday. Look at her ratings. Look at her ratings. No. They, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> My ratings are better than Roseanne's ratings. <laughs> uh, so, yes. Uh, of all the supporters, there's nothing wrong with this show. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens! Yes. That's that's being liberal, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. Um, I Hello. <laughs> Yeah, I, I earlier said that I thought that Fox would buy Roseanne, mm-hmm. but I just learned something. What's that? Because um, and I wasn't the only one who's saying this. A lot of Republicans are and conservatives are hoping for this. Um, I didn't know that Rupert Rupert Murdoch sold Fox to Disney. Yeah, it, it hasn't happened yet. That's the thing. It, it's um. Oh, uh, and then when I say Fox, I mean the TV version, not the news. Yeah, yeah, there, there's there, uh, 20th Century Fox and Fox TV, not Fox News. It, it's There's, uh, I believe Comcast is now outbid Disney uh, for acquisition. So uh, it, it looks like they're going for like, they're like, we'll give you more and we'll give it to you in cash. Which I think Disney should counter because I want the X Men to be- meet the Avengers. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but that's a story for Mike Check Radio, not here. Um, and uh, but yeah, you know it's uh, so it, it's it's very nebulous at this point what is actually going to happen. But yeah, um, um, well, if that's true, the show is not going to get rebooted again. No, and, and, I really did. And, and, and here's I the thing too: Do you think every everybody from Roseanne is going to say, "Okay, yeah, let's go work at Fox now"? I don't think they'll do it. I, I don't know. I think that they might. I, I saw a tweet that I actually agree with. Yeah? It said, coming to CBS this fall. Um, it's Darlene. Which oh, is the daughter see? of the show. That could be fun. Yeah. I think that could be fun. Yeah, or the, or the Connors. You know. 
You know, go, yeah. go with that. Just, uh, you know, anyway, that's all that kill off Roseanne. And anyway, and it's jo- still very swampy here in D.C. in yes. case you wanted to know. Oh, OK. It's muggy here in Cleveland. Um, but uh, yeah. And if it's going to be like this in May, my God, I don't want to know what June, July and August are going to be like. Um, but uh, yeah, welcome back. Of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Would you like to do the name calling tonight, sir? I would indeed. All right, so all right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Biscuits. Biscuit. Okay, we got biscuits, and besides biscuits, we've got Glinster. We got Francie. We have Jay Collie. We have Cat. We have Ken Senior. Hello, Dad, and his internet was down today, but it looked like. Uh, they had a Time Warner had a big outage. He was scared he wasn't going to hear the show, but um, I wouldn't say scared. I wouldn't classify it as scared, but he was he didn't think he'd be able to listen to the show. But I'm glad you're able to now, Dad. So anyway, well, continue. He is here. He's here. Apparently, Time Warner got their act together. Yeah, like AB, like ABC. Yeah. Um, we have KT Kaser. We have living on Long Island. We have Michelle in South Florida. Miles can't be far sure. behind. Uh, he can't be. And Moonmare and Peter in San Francisco. President Rain, I am not in your basement tonight because it is too swampy. Then who is it? I don't know. God it, damn it! I'm scared now. Is it a black person? I might have. To could be Putin. Um, Putin. Putin. P- Putin. Putin. Sandy and Derwood. Scooter Cans. Theo. Theo JW. Hey, it's Tim Coromall of the Tim Coromall Show. Tim. And we have Trojan Rabbit. And you know Fantastic. what? I have to give a show. I know we're going to do like birthday bon- baners, but I got to give a a tennis baner to Serena Williams who after having a baby in her first Grand Slam back won her first round match nice going that's exciting and she was dressed like a she was dressed like a superhero too she was yes she wore an outfit that has the Twitter verse raging I'm glad she won go Serena oh yeah she's doing Almost over. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I do I, sport. Do you do sport? <laughs> I do sport. <laughs> Can I add some interesting trivia that I learned this week? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and this is sports. I'm sorry, everybody. So, the, the Washington Capitals are in the Stanley Cup Finals. And it's been something, I think it was about 20 years ago when they were last in the finals and Washington Post had an article about all the things that were happening 20 years ago and one of them was it was the first time that Serena and Venus would face each other in the French Open mm. 20 years ago mm-hmm. I think that's amazing they are amazing so 
It's trivia. Okay. Ah, the French. Ah, <laughs> the French. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we do. We do sport. <laughs> he was in sport. He was in sport. I looked to, so I, I look to see if I had that, and I don't. Oh, Mitt Serena, Serena is in sport. Yes. She plays yellow ball, from what I understand. <laughs> yellow ball, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Ivanka took up her, was very upset because she wasn't seated in the French Open, and she was, Ivanka was very upset about that. Oh. Mm. Because, you know, Ivanka is a friend of black people. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe she could get a patented chair that she can carry with her, uh, you know, go to the Chinese patent office. See, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, sure she could get that easily. Yeah. All you got to do is give give away a, uh, just protect a ZTE. And sure. It's okay. Yeah. A yeah, spying, spying telecom company. There's there's there Spygate. There's Spygate for you. Yeah, it works. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, uh, uh, so birthdays, I, I believe, uh, well, yesterday, Rain, you said, um, it was, uh, National Biscuit Day? It was. Yeah. Yesterday was National Biscuit Day. Well, for that, we'll play the Brina Palencia clip. I just, I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits, like, is it buttermilk, or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits? Maybe some rosemary. Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. Yeah. Biscuit. Um, and you know, hey, never, you gets never resist this either. The made-from-scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit. New at Hardee's. Yeah. Now with our famous hot gravy. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's the same guy doing those voiceovers, right? Um... And uh, <laughs> he he died of gravy poisoning. <laughs> uh, and did was KT Kaser were KT Kaser and um, Foxfire in there in the chat when you did name calling? KT Kaser was yes. Okay, so and no. Foxfire Fable Five Biscuits. Um, and I know I think today is John Kendall's birthday from Mike Check Radio. Um, and it's also Moon Mayor's. Um, her father turned 70 yesterday. Oh, okay. So here we go from Boehner, and then we'll get to uh, what was it? The alternate applause? Who made that joke? Uh, <laughs> Foxfire. That was, that was Fox. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the alternate applause, um, uh, like alternate <laughs> facts for Juliana here after after we do it right. So John Kendall and Moon Mare's, uh Pops, here's John Boehner for you. This is your birthday song. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday! All right. And, um, yeah, so happy birthday, uh, John Kendall, and happy birthday to uh, Moon's Papa. And, um, yeah, so I want to... Yeah, so uh, alternate applause for Rudy Giuliani uh the other day uh it, it, it this was what sunday or was it yesterday <clears throat> uh what was it no i think it was sunday yeah well i think it was sunday but 
they were calling out birthdays, much like we do here on the program, mm-hmm. at the right. uh, Yankee Stadium. <laughs> right. And the, the audio is not the best here, but I think you'll get the picture. You know how many applauses I heard in there? Zero. Mm. <laughs> can't do it. Uh, can't you just be happy for Guliani on his birthday? Can't do it. Uh, <laughs> no. Awesome. It no. Was so awesome. It was. It made. Look, I've been a Yankee fan since I was in the womb, but never prouder than that day. Yeah. <laughs> never prouder. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, you know, uh, after 9-11, if they were like, happy birthday, Rudy Giuliani, everybody would have been like, yeah! Yeah. But now that he's, uh, now that he's defending the, uh, The awful Oval Office. The awful, the yeah. awful Oval Office. The awful Did Oval I tell you the story of, of, uh, Sotomayor? Hold on one second. Uh, well, hold on one second, uh, uh because I want to give out the number, uh, because we're doing open phones now. So, 330-536-1466 or 330-CAN-1-GOO. Uh, feel free to call. Uh, but go ahead, uh, tell you, tell us your Sotomayor story. Well, we have a a, uh, a young man on the Yankee team. His name is Aaron Judge, and uh, he's he played here in Scranton for a couple of years, and now he's with the Yankees, making history. And anyway, they made a section in Yankee Stadium in the bleacher section, a jury box, because now they have a a, a little meme going with them. Here come the Judge. Right. Yeah. And so when Aaron comes up, and so if you show up at Yankee Stadium in robes, judges' robes, you enter a lottery, and you could get one of the twelve seats in the judge area in the bleachers. Ah. And well, okay. Nice. But who showed up? <gasps> no. Sonia no. Sotomayor. Yes. Nice. Big, big Yankee fan shows up in her Supreme Court robes and they put her right up there in the judge's chamber. All right. Very cool. It was so cool. That's awesome. And uh, all right. Two calls coming in right now. Francie. What's up, Francie? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Booliani. I like it. (laughs) zero yeah can't do it yeah so all right yeah definitely what's up francie uh not a hell of a lot you know roseanne seems to have sucked the air out of the universe (laughs) oh yeah you know a big a big Uh, wind bed the hell cares and then the other guy um, I heard a lot of glass breaking outside uh, in my neighborhood. St- some people are still uh, busting up their carrigs. Oh, are they? Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. Not yeah. yeah. Okay. What? What did you say, Rain? At least they're not shooting their TVs. I said at least they're not shooting their TVs. Um, yeah. Who knows? Uh, I can't hear what's going on in their houses, but, you know, there is... You know, carried coffee makers getting busted up. That's good. Again. <laughs> That's good stuff. Are you, yeah. Are you joking? Yeah, I think I think, I think she'd yeah, be, she'd be funny. I feel I feel like this is one of those Joe things where you're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I live in the middle of um kind of nowhere. 
uh, I, I, we got a lot of Trump, Trumpians around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, got to watch the P's and the Q's. You know, I got to watch what I put hang on in my yard or display. <laughs> or the, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they go all, all kinds of ape shit in their yeah, pickup truck, right? It's, it's kind, yeah, it's kind of too much, Kenny. You know, it, sometimes uh, some say it is too much. Uh, and uh, where is it? Here it is. It's too much. There you go. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, it's and, and it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my thing about the whole Roseanne thing, she she kind of reaped what what she sows. Um, she should have reaped it a long time ago. ago. Years and years ago, she was funny when she was first came around with the domestic goddess. You know, staying yeah. in her yeah. wheelhouse, house you know raising kids and all of that was funny. As she's getting older, um, you know, she's got a terminal case of diarrhea of the mouth. She's uh, kind of become yeah. the female version of the racist uncle. Definitely. She's just way, you know, she's, um, I don't know, she has no filters. And I'm sorry, she, you don't get to play the mentally ill card. So, I don't think she is mentally uh, Yeah. I don't. I don't think she. You go get help. I don't think she is mentally ill. She's just pivoted the way she uses her shtick, and instead of using the shtick to try and be funny and really sticking it to the man, it's suck up to the man and you know pivot towards you know ugly racism. I mean, I don't. I, I, I. If it's mental illness that's making her a racist, I don't know. I don't buy that for a second. No, you know? I don't either. But she has used that that she deals, you know, she has said in interviews that, you know, she suffers from stuff. Yeah. You know, well, then get help. Yeah, yeah. she, she yeah. definitely... <laughs> That's yeah. it. I'm sorry. You don't get to... You know, because we... I, I'm not perfect. Back, I learned. You know, sure? you say rotten things and you learn and you grow. She seems to be going... I don't know. For, she wants attention. She doesn't shock anymore. She just... Yeah. It's not funny. Um, maybe she needs to hang it up. It's time to. You know, uh, I agree. I concur. Retire. I concur. And I think she. I think she's being forced to retire right now. I don't see her coming back. Oh, good. But for, yeah, Francie, good. we got we got uh, another caller on the line. So. Oh. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. Let you go. Uh, I put in my two cents for what it's worth. And Appreciate it. Have a great night, everybody. I love you to pieces. Love you I back, Francie. Bye, Bye. All right. See you later. Uh, Cat, what's up? No, wait, stop. Don't no. <laughs> stop, don't come away. back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. That's so heartbreaking, isn't it, Cat? I mean, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. A, what? What? A, a, the hour of my life every week that I'm spending another way, anyhow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> please don't take the guy that none of us watch off the air. What <laughs> <laughs> the? The hilarious thing is how conservatives think that liberals just love him, and the only people I know who are Mar fans are either centrists who think they're edgy liberals or libertarians. Yeah. Exactly. It, 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 exactly. Or Rand Coulter. 
Or people who like uh, pretty bad is, jokes is, that have already done by like some. Sex yeah. with her. <laughs> well, and you know the thing—the thing that really drove me nuts about Mars Show is that you know it comes at the end of the week, and all the jokes he does in his monologue have been done by every other fucking show out there. Every late night show or Stephanie yes. Miller or or even Randy Rhodes, whatever. Or us. You know, it's like all the jokes That's by the time Myers. it gets by the yeah, by the time yeah. it gets to, to his show, every last joke is a recycled fucking joke that's been done somewhere else and better. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a really yeah, good point. when when he had politically incorrect on every night the jokes were fresh and that was good but you know the the big problem with him is and it's always been his libertarian sort of well i don't understand what's wrong with women i had to pull myself up why can't women do that oh my god yeah this minority that minority do it the way that i did it and it's like bill you're a white man yeah Recognize you. your privilege. I mean, you know, I, I mean, yeah. he's far more but successful he, than I am, and and I, I'm more than willing to acknowledge the privilege that I have in this life. Easy, hands down, any day. But, but people like him who sit there and try and act like they don't have this privilege, the big problem is they sit there and they think, well, I came from a middle-class family or a family that struggled, and therefore I didn't have privilege. And it's like, dude, you had privilege because you were born with a penis and pink skin. Mm-hmm. And they were born with a stepladder. It was yeah, like yeah that's the, the, the penis and the pink skin put him steps yes. above on the staircase compared to other people. And the straight... Don't forget the straightness. Don't forget the straightness. Well, uh, yeah, there's that, too. And and being cisgender and... uh, I mean, maybe the one thing that he could say disadvantaged him was he's half Jewish. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know... Other than that, there's no real disadvantage that he faced in his life. Yeah. And for him to sit there and say say things like, I can't understand why this, that, or the other minority group can't get ahead. I came from a working class family, and look at how insanely successful I am now, and you just have to apply yourself to what you're good at. Mm-hmm. It's libertarian, objectivist, Ayn Rand bullshit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, what you just said, Kat, is really kind of important, because Joe earlier said he's like Trump, and Joe had mentioned, you know, the idea of, like, the narcissism, but... I think what you just said really kind of opened up a door to me. He's like Trump in that he doesn't want to understand. I mean, I've seen him bring on a a few people. I can't remember one particular guy. He writes a lot about religion. But this is where Mar has gone on. Who? Sam Harris? Yes. And I've seen those discussions, and I realize Mar doesn't want to understand. No, and, and he's uh, such a monumental suck-up. Uh, that episode when he had Milo on, it was when Milo was at the crest of all of the attention he was getting because of the protests at Berkeley when he went to speak there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
And so he had Milo on, and, oh, I'm a big champion of free speech, and I'm being so magnanimous that I'm going to let this person with these really horrid conservative views on my show. And then he sat down with Milo in that one-on-one session, and they sat there and bagged on trans women the entire segment. Yeah. And and it fell to Malcolm Nance and Larry Wilmore to sit there and just rip him apart during the roundtable. Yeah. I remember it now. It was it was it was just so despicable. It was so despicable. Was. And it you was. know and for and that that thing that thing with um like even you know, I don't know, I don't remember her name, but there's a trans woman who um was on Alex Jones's show before. And she was she makes uh, you know and I I couldn't fucking stand you know watching her YouTube channel I just blocked it, but she went on to to go and start you know trashing other people's sexual identities, and you know and 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 it, it, to me I'm like how the fuck dare you, you know I'm a straight man and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna trash you. You know, how fucking dare you, because there's, you know, what, there's a lot more people out there on the right that would love to see you fucking strung up for, you know, oh, yeah. for for um, the way you were born, and, you know, and you want to go out there and you want to go after somebody on the left who, you know, identifies in a way that you don't approve of. Um, was this a uh, woman, young... Small, petite, brunette. I uh, think. Hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her name is Blair White. Yeah, yeah. That's her. That's her. She's and a. She's so full she, of hate. Yeah, she is what is called within the community true scum. Basically, if you didn't feel absolutely tortured by your male anatomy for every moment of your life, if you aren't trying to get surgery at the first possible moment, so on and so forth, then you're not trans in her opinion. She she trashes on anybody who's non-binary. She mm-hmm. is horrible. Oh my god. I mean, so when I so you know, to me, when I see a gay man who again, you know, Milo it, it, I mean, if he was on the left, the conservatives would want him dead. They would want him hanging on a post, you know? Oh. And it and so again, you are you you were born the way you are. I fully believe because I, I've said it before. I loved it when when Al, the late great Alan Combs went after um uh that fucking um asshole uh, uh Brian Fisher. Um went after him and said, so when did you decide to be straight? You know? Because, yeah. you know, this isn't this isn't a choice thing. You know, and, and you know what? Even if it is a choice, if somebody chooses to be bi or somebody chooses whatever, that's your choice. That's life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness right there. But I never, I never see it as being a choice. You know, I'm never I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge Milo. I'm not going to judge Rain. I'm not going to judge anybody and say well, how you are is 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 a choice. 
because that's ridiculous. If you tell me it's a choice, I'll believe you. But you know, but for Milo and then this white girl to go out and, and say say what they did and side with people like Alex Jones, and then for Mar to just be like, yeah, yeah, amen to that. You know, they can all fucking take a flying leap off the same goddamn cliff. Yeah, um, and I know you have to be going to break here, but there there is so much that I could completely unpack on these issues. It's just, it's incredible. And I, I pretty much marinate in this stuff because a lot of uh, what I spend my time on Twitter doing when it's not hockey season is keeping up on all of these different debates and arguments within the uh, the feminist, the trans, and the uh, larger LGBTQ communities. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, I could sit here and unpack this for hours. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to do an unpacking special for you sometime. Uh, so... <laughs> um uh oh my god they just took a somebody took a picture of the back of uh dune my thang i'm not sure if anybody follows her chris uh sakura blue on twitter she she just posted a picture of the singer uh from uh flock of seagulls and you know the hair down in his face and then a picture of the back of trump's hair tonight looks exactly like it at the nashville (laughs) rally fucking hilarious so (laughs) oh the memes the memes uh out there today are great but anyway yeah cat thanks for calling um yeah we'll we'll get you on uh uh, we'll get you on a a fill-in uh night some night um and and do a do a grind down and focus on some of this stuff but um uh, have a good now that it's not now that it's not hockey season my availability is excuse me (laughs) excuse excuse me it is what? still hockey season. Is it? Well, yes, go Knights, but... <laughs> Damn you, Cat. Really? Really? Well, let's see. Their head coach used to be our head coach. The guy who uh, is their big... Uh, their GM used to manage... Star. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the general manager used to manage the Caps. I will gladly let you come well, on and talk about. The manager is also a Bowling Green graduate, so. Well, it was the Bowling Green massacre. My eyes are glazing over. <laughs> uh, cat, <laughs> yeah, we got. Season is not over for some of us. We have anyway, to Anyway, I love break. you, Cat. Love you, Cat. Talk to you soon. Bye, bye, Cat. Bye, bye. Sports. I, I love it. Stop. I Stop. Seriously, do I have to play the clip? Shut Shut up! Shut up! Come on. Oh my god, I don't care! I seriously care that much. It's it's really kind of funny to have two women arguing over hockey on this show. Yeah, in 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 me saying stop it. So and of course now I now of course now of course I have to deal with tourists galore because apparently I just learned today that the Cavs did something good they won a prize or something so um, that is actually sports ball yeah as opposed to sports bless America uh, <laughs> anyway break time we're running long we'll be right back lots more turn up the night right after this no more turn sports. up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. 
We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. And now, on with the show. And this one time, at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big, dirty asshole. Welcome to another edition of... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Look at Roseanne. I called her yesterday. Look at her ratings. Look at her ratings. Yeah, there you see Roseanne. I I, I knew it. It's the only time I'm gonna get to play that ridiculous thing is tonight. So I'm gonna use and abuse it as much as possible. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up Tonight with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and of course, a better, better, better. No more sports talk. Uh, Joe Sandorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Yes, coming to you from WSCR AM fourteen hundred. Your sports talk radio. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm coming from WTAM, the big one. Uh, <laughs> We're coming and, from SCR, the small one. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., you do realize we have talked about baseball, hockey, tennis ball, and <laughs> I, I literally said tennis ball. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even. I screwed up. And and you make uh, ball ball. <laughs> and, ba- and dribble dribbly ball. I mentioned uh, the the Cavs. So uh, I'll just get it out of the way. Football. There you go, folks. We mentioned just about all of them. We also mentioned. Yeah, we mentioned all of them. So, you know, it was funny. Susan and I were talking in the car today because they they've done some landscaping down um, when you get off seventy uh, one. Uh, um and uh and it lets you out on ontario and then you're there by progressive field and everything formerly jacobs field and of course you're you're welcomed by the giant the big giant lebron banner that hangs on one of the buildings down there and there's some landscaping they did like this multi-tiered landscaping and uh it's starting to come in and i think they did like wine and gold 
for that and and susan made the remark that yeah you know so sports fans can do wine and gold for their weddings and stuff like that and i was like do you think anybody's ever done brown and orange for their wedding (laughs) (laughs) see you brought that up ken i did i did and it was you know (laughs) mostly out of mockery um but yes it's our wedding is brown and orange themed so I like brown. I like orange. Will be in the dog pound. I like brown and I like orange, but those two colors together are fucking wretched. I just think of Thanksgiving decorations, you know. <laughs> the, the browns. Worst colors. I mean, you know, just I know they some of their outfits are like more, more brown and white. That's cool, but you know, I mean, brown and orange. It's so god awful a combination together. You know, purple and green would be better. So, uh, does anybody have purple and green in the NFL? The Vikings, aren't they purple or something? Vikings are purple. Chargers. Chargers. Seattle is electric or neon green and blue or purple. I don't know. I remember a purple helmet with yellow lightning bolts on it. Is that the Chargers? Um, The Chargers are dark blue, so... You Maybe can go with purple. I don't want to get into like a blue dress, gold dress thing. No, no, I, I, I just could be mistaken. <laughs> so anyway, never mind. I'm gonna stop now. It's ridiculous. Well, uh, I made a play for uh, pinstriped uh, tuxedos, but uh, <laughs> for my wedding, and I got wait, shot down. Did you oh. really? Wow, you are hardcore. Wow. I know when This is outside the realm of sports. This is about yeah. community. This is. Oh. This is. <laughs> That. that was that was about being told absolutely not. <laughs> um, uh, oh, Sandy and Derwood says worse are orange and purple of Virginia Tech. I like orange and purple together. I actually have a, a big orange curtain on my side window on my, in my purple room here. So, um, yes. So there's that, but it doesn't have anything to do with Virginia Tech. Just Uh-oh, has to do with what I found at the. Th- has what I had. Cat said Bowling Green's colors are brown and orange. Oh, that's because of the massacre. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, do you? Do you one better? There you go. All right. That's good. All right. So let's see what audio we have left here. Um, this is. Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Here, here's another one from Shep Smith earlier. Um, uh, you know, he blasted Roseanne for her ongoing racist racism and the conspiracy theories and everything. But he also did a little truth check for Fat Donnie uh, today on his Spygate lies. Again, you want Spygate? Look no further than VTech. That's Spygate. That's the real Spygate. Is it VTech? Is that what it is? The, the Chinese the company. Chinese company. Is it called VTech? VTE. ZTE, ZTE. I'm sorry, VTech. VTech is a car or something. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> ZTE. It's actually, it's actually a base. It's a, it's a minor league baseball team. So I can Jesus, understand. really sports? I'm in in sports no, now. No, Ken, I'm Damn making it, it up. No. I don't Get think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're killing the guy. We're Welcome. killing the guy. I'm really sorry, Ken. Welcome I, to I don't know sorry. shit about I, sports with I Kenny Pig. I won't talk sports ever again. <laughs> Victory. Actually, there is Virginia Tech. 
Oh, yeah. Shit, I don't and even know. ZTE. Orange and purple. VTech, Virginia wait, wait, Tech. Virginia Tech? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, I was thinking V-tech. Georgia. The Rambling Wreck. That's and Georgia, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Okay, all right. The VTech would be Virginia Tech. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ken. I'm, I, well, we sorry. have gone way. Uh, so the fashion. <laughs> We can well, Ken, you and don't shoot the children. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, my head's you full. Don't? No, I don't do sport. You don't no. do sport. He's a tall man, and I think he's in sport. I am six one, but I'm not in sport. But you know how many times I got asked that when I was in high school? It's like, well, you should be playing basketball. You're so tall, you're going like a weed. Last time I saw you, you were knee high to a grasshopper. Oh, that's an old timey phrase. Sure is, sure is. You should be playing dribbly ball. Yeah, Roy Moore was. Roy Moore came to visit me when I was a child. You should be playing basketball. You're a fine, strapping young man. Did he ask yeah. you to ride sassy? Look at you, string bean. <laughs> kicking, kicking those field goals uh, at the net. <laughs> oh yeah! All right, Shep Smith uh, totally Shep, tanks uh, tanks uh, Trump's uh, Spygate um, uh, nonsense. Trump accusing the special counsel and his team of a whole new set of conspiracy theories, unfounded, not based in fact or reason, with no evidence to support them. The president says, "Back up." The president says that Robert Mueller and his team are meddling in the midterms. There's nothing to support that claim, and neither the president nor the White House has offered anything to support that claim. Yet here's the tweet. The 13 angry Democrats, plus people who worked eight years for Obama, working on the rigged Russia witch hunt, will be meddling with the midterm elections, especially now that Republicans, stay tough, are are taking the lead in the polls. There was no collusion except by the Democrats. That was the tweet. The president claims the special counsel investigating Russia election interference and potential collusion with Team Trump will be meddling in our elections. There is nothing to indicate that's true. As for the rest of the tweet, documents show there are people who've registered as Democrats on the special counsel's team, but Robert Mueller is a Republican, and so is President Trump's Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who appointed Mueller, an appointment many top Republicans praised. And the so-called rigged Russia witch hunt is not a witch hunt. It has resulted in charges against four former Trump associates. Three pleaded guilty to lying to investigators about Russia. President Trump has also claimed the Fed spied on his campaign with an informant. The president calls it Spygate. Fox News can confirm it is not. Fox News knows of no (laughs) evidence to support the president's claim. That lawmakers from both parties say using an informant to investigate a s- suspected ties to Russia is not spying. It's part of the normal investigative process. Amen. Amen. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, people are telling me about VTech. <laughs> but no, Shep Smith, you know, I love that. Fox News can confirm. That Trump's a liar. He's a goddamn liar, y'all. <laughs> uh, that was a told Hannity about that. Bit of an exaggeration on my part for Shep Smith's accent. Um, but uh, but yeah, his you know, tweet, his tweet today was really bothersome because he is now trying to 
influence the midterms in a bad way. The same way he did during this campaign. It's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged. Mm-hmm. But now he's trying he's literally trying to say that the special prosecutor is is trying to mess with our elections. How this is incredibly un-American. Oh yeah. I mean uh. I, I I'm just trying to put a finer point on this th- that tweet that he wrote today that the, the, the Mueller and the Democrats are trying to change the outcome of an election. And so it comes down to, again, I, I haven't said this in a while, but his projection. Mm-hmm. He projected. He projected all through his campaign. He projects everything onto Hillary, sure. onto Obama, onto the Democrats that he does himself. And so I have a feeling that he and the Russians are meddling in our midterms right now. I'll put my tinfoil cap on, and I'll wear my team colors. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, because, you know, the, this, the everything that's going on here is, you know... I, I mean, you know, Joe, what was he saying all through the lead-up to the election? It's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged. I think it's rigged. I'm sorry to say it, but it's the truth. The election's rigged. And now he's trying to say that this is rigged. Well, I sure hope it, it pans out the way he thought the election was going to pan, <laughs> or, or the opposite of how he, you know, thought it was going to yeah. pan out. Yeah, I, it, it, it's a play. I mean, um, it's a play for public opinion. I, Rudy Giuliani said it today. I mean, he, he made no he. That man is like a, a rolling, <laughs> rambling wreck. Roll, rolling <laughs> blunder. We just had rolling thunder over the rolling. weekend. We have rolling Jeez. blunder. He is. I mean, he is uh, so... And he admitted that this is a play for public opinion. They want to tarnish this investigation because they know what's coming. Mm-hmm. They know this is not going to turn out good. So the only way to head it off is to say whatever they come up with, it's tainted. I, I yeah. still find it amazing he, that he said... That this Russia witch hunt, which is the Mueller investigation, is going to meddle in the midterm elections. That is crazy. That is like conspiracy theory. And people, his hardcore base is going to believe it. Mm-hmm. His hardcore base would believe anything. I mean, they yeah. believed that he cared about them, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I mean... He could, you know, uh, you know, they, they, he shits in their mouth and they think it's a Sunday, you know, they're, they're, you know, that's right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're I, the ones who are like, where are the two girls in a cup? This is still delicious. Oh, no, mm-hmm. sure. Two girls, one cup. <laughs> Screw that. Give me the poo. Um, <laughs> the most disgusting thing I think I've said on this show. <laughs> oh, we've said some doozies on the program. <laughs> I have so. argued, I've argued this point with liberal friends of mine mm-hmm. that that Trump voters at the core voted for him because they're racist. Yes. And, 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 and there's no other explanation. This whole thing about economic... If it was economic anxiety, why would you vote for a Republican at all? If yeah. you were thinking, anyway. 
you know, I mean, I, look at this man. He goes. He he owns Mar-a-Lago. He goes down there, eats steak, hobnobs with people that pay him two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year just for the pleasure of smelling his farts in the restaurant. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> and and so those and, are the farts after drinking the uh, shit. Right. <laughs> the shit Sunday. And and, and and these people down in Louisiana. You don't want to smell shit farts. I'm sorry. Go they, ahead, Joe. They think, they think that he cares a shit whether they make $8 or $8.05 an hour. Give me I'm a fucking break. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I just came up with shit farts, everyone. You did. Oh, shit farts. You did. You did. You did. You did. Oh. It, it happens. <laughs> Decidedly, very. It does happen. More often at Mar-a-Lago, though. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah, but I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I hear very good, good reporters and good people say that not all Trump supporters are racist. That's bullshit. I, I'm having a hard time believing that at this point. That is bullshit. They're then all you, racist. Yeah. I at mean, the core, you, at you, the core, they're all fucking racist because whether they have economic problems or not or whether they're having money or they're jobless they want to blame somebody else that's what mm-hmm. it comes down to exactly they they voted for him because they wanted to blame somebody else and if they wanted to blame hillary or they wanted to blame liberals or they wanted to blame you know d- democratic policies i it it amazes me it, it honestly amazes me i mean i've talked about my dad my dad is racist so mm. i'm i'm not surprised that he voted for him that was no surprise the surprise to me is how many people who don't identify as having racist tendencies or if they're not racist they supported a racist and still voted for him this is the part yeah. that i don't get if you turn a blind eye to racism it, you know that that's basically you know your your white entitlement or your your denial. If if you turn a blind eye to racism, if you give it license in, in any way, if you let it slide, you're a racist by default. You know, and and I really don't racism. think that's yeah, and I don't think that's a large portion of the Trump cult. I think a large portion of the Trump cult are people who to this day still believe that uh, President Obama was an illegitimate president and that he wasn't born in this country. And they believe it for the sole reason that he's black. And that their white, orange uh, shit gibbon um, has been spoon-feeding them that for so long. They truly, you know, a, a large group of the the you know and this is this is the thing too that we've always talked about on this show is all of us have thought donald trump was a joke since the 80s we all remember when he showed up you know i i you know it's like i i have as much admiration for him as you know any kind of leader in business or entertainment or whatever as i would hulk hogan you know right i mean he's a novelty act mm-hmm. you know he's the yeah, shitty he sh- president yeah, I know. I know. It, and that's the thing. That novelty act was very appealing to a bunch of stupid people. A bunch of stupid racist and a, people. And a, and a bunch of people in Moscow who saw him as a useful idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, when you say a bunch of people in Moscow as a useful idiot, um, 
whether or not you like him or not, there's um, 2020 committee, John Schindler, he writes for The Observer. He put out an article today, or yes, I think it was yesterday, that um, everybody should read. Um, and I know Malcolm Nance is not a fan of his, mm. which is fine. It's, you know, to me, it's fine. I read all of these people. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into like, that's the good one, that's the bad one. I, I'm fine. smart enough to make my own decision. But um, in, in that article that was in, in you know, The Observer, one of the, uh, one of the intelligence community people said basically back in, I think it was 1996, they knew that he was a Russian agent. Wow. Well, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. So, um, let me see. Well, it, it's time. We should go to break. I'll have a little bit more time to play some clips. We do have, um, we do have uh, two Mad Libs ready to go and a little bit more audio. So, this has been a good show. This has been a good conversation on all these topics. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, on that note, I think we'll... Uh, uh, I'm going to play a Hairwolf song. We'll play, play the big three. We played Macaroni. We played Bobber. Uh, we'll play uh, my band now. Play Truths is Destroyed because I really like that song. But, um, hey, so do I. Yeah, Funky Bass Line uh, by the late, great Derek Poindexter. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. When we come back, we'll have a couple more stories to talk about briefly but and two Mad Libs to... Uh, Get you guys, um, and don't worry, shit farts made it into the Mad Libs, everyone. So, because that happened tonight. That's so (laughs) shocking. (laughs) And I'm not going to go into detail what a shit fart is. It's not a shart. No. No, I know exactly what you're talking (laughs) about. You know what I'm saying. I'm not going to say Oh, I know. If if anybody can't suss it out, it's good for you that you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, <laughs> you are what you eat, Trump. Um, and your cultists. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. Uh, Truth Destroyed by Hairwolf coming up. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night. And, of course, stick around for the latest, greatest edition of the Tim Carmel Show. Well, you get to hear me with uh, Joe, Tim, and, of course, John. We had a good show on Sunday. So uh, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. <laughs> The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. Your name and that of your lover. 
Kiss you in the mouth. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of metal and monsters of rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, Glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. 
Tune in to the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you to all the fine listeners out there. We have a hell of a show tonight. A lot of people listening tonight. Very, very proud of that. And I can still say that my ratings are better than Roseanne's right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and your show has been on the air long, long than <laughs> this is true this is true uh, yeah 10 yes 10 well it'll be 11 years i think it'll be 11 years this december so yeah yeah that's, that's longer than the original show mm-hmm. sure i'm uh and you were never once fired no from no I, I yeah i have not pissed myself off enough to fire myself so <laughs> 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 couple times <laughs> couple times almost yeah so you know when the russians interfered with my network (laughs) i was almost ready to hang it up um but uh anyway uh yeah so uh but yeah roseanne in uh, her situation not exactly so good no 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 stupid God, he's so stupid. Um, so, all right, um, uh, let's talk a little bit uh, because this is a definitely the, 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 you know again, like Francie said, Roseanne, the big windbag, has sucked all the oxygen out of the universe with um, her um, uh, her bullshit, her bullshit, her racist bullshit. So, I want to uh, talk a little bit. Uh, we're going to have to do this like lightning around about ten minutes discussing this. Uh, I have two audio clips on this, um, and this is about uh, the, uh, what is it, 1,500 missing children of migrants? Yes. Yes. Well, well, they're not, mis- they're not missing, they're, they're misplaced. Oh, yeah, Santorum. I want, oh, man, I should have gotten the audio <laughs> from him. I want to punch yeah. him right in the fucking throat, man. How about um, that, huh? Seriously. I, I don't like saying that, but that sick son of a sailor man uh <laughs> um <laughs> seriously you know this is a guy who liked to play de- show and tell with a, a, a dead baby to his family 
and yes. you know, right. and, and he doesn't have seem to have any kind of value for the lives of children if they didn't win the magical lottery and were born in the United States. That's the thing that drives me crazy, and you know, it's like. The value of human life shouldn't be quantified by geography at all. That's nonsense. Exactly. You know, so the whole fucking, you know... Don't mess around with God's America. That whole dumb crowd who, who, you know, it's like, you know, it's not divine providence. It's not anything like that. You know, we, we, we're, you know, our ancestors, um, you know, I don't know if mine necessarily... But, you know, a lot of our ancestors here, uh, Europeans, they were colonialists. They wiped out native populations here and in South, you know, South America, too, with the Spanish and everything. You know, so this, you know, this is not any kind of magical hand of God kind of thing. There was violence and bloodshed that got us to this point. And fortunately, you know, we've stopped to a certain degree being, you know, complete assholes yeah our foreign policies suck in in a lot of different middle east third world you know countries and everything but you know we still have built something here on on the backs of slaves on the backs of natives on the backs of women you know every you know every minority this country you know there's been bloodshed in the greatest amount of bloodshed has been it by the hands of straight white males so, uh, you know, uh, to, to think that, you know, well, if you don't want your kids to be taken away from you, don't come here illegally. You know, that kind of shit. I, 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 it just... It, it, where's our humanity? Where, where, where's the, the, the... You know, what, what I want... Fucking give the Statue of Liberty away at this point. No, just fucking, you know. No, no I, 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 I'm, I'm being. Be taken. I, I know, I know you're speaking. Hy- yeah, hyperbolically, you know, or at least just remove the nameplate until we, you know, uh, or the, you know, the the plate that says "Bring me your tired, your you know, huddled masses," all that, you know, take that off uh, until we have somebody who actually cares about migrants, because. This is this is pathetic and disgusting, and 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 then. Ivanka Trump, uh, the other day, sent out a little tweet on Sunday with her two-year-old, oh, the this is my heart, my heart. You know, when your father has misplaced 1,500 children and you have this tone-deaf gloating picture of you who will never have to worry about the heartbreak of anyone coming between you and your child. God forbid. God forbid that ever happens. I don't want to see any child harmed. Even if they're born to a family full of fucking assholes, you know, uh, you know, and if you're going to quantify anybody on anything, don't make it geography, make it assholery. Um, it, it, but you know, it, but th- so uh, Brianna Keeler um, of uh, all of them fame <laughs> on CNN had Kate Bennett and Sarah says West. Who? Yeah, says who? <laughs> says who? All of them polls. All of them, um, and and yeah. So she had on uh, uh, Sarah Westwood and um, 
Kate Bennett, two com- uh, commentators on CNN, and they were talking about that tweet. Ivanka Trump is facing intense backlash for something that she posted on Twitter. It's a photo of her embracing her two-year-old son, and critics are saying that the post is really tone-deaf amid the reports of families being separated at the Mexican border. Joining me now to discuss, we have White House reporter Sarah Westwood and Kate Bennett with us. Uh, why do you think this is something that really struck a chord with people, Sarah? What's the timing of this tweet that is really generating so much criticism? Because it comes, like you mentioned, amid scrutiny of the administration's policies, letting the government separate children from their parents at the border. President Trump himself was tweeting about it over the weekend, describing it as a horrible law. Uh, and it's not the first time that Ivanka Trump has been accused of insensitivity on social media. Recall, for example, in January of last year, right after her father was inaugurated, she posted a picture of her and Jared Kushner in fancy black tie attire right after her yep. father had signed that controversial travel ban. And there were chaos and protests erupting at airports all over the country. She weathered similar criticism. And once again, she's being accused of being out of touch. And Sarah, I mean, the, the policy is it's become enhanced under the Trump administration. That That's the case. I was speaking to one source today who said you are seeing more separations than you did. There used to be an effort to keep parents and kids together in foster situations near the border. Now they're getting uh, kids in centers who are nonverbal. I mean, these are little kids. So that's also part of it, right? Because you're looking at like a a child who who is young with Ivanka Trump, and we're talking about people this age being separated from parents. Right. I mean, for the Trump administration, they're actually highlighting this and trying to use it as a deterrent for future illegal immigration rather than just some sort of problem that the immigration law enforcement officers have to confront. Sometimes they're enhancing it, highlighting it, trying to use it as part of their messaging for potential future illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. And oh, Theo says, uh, Kenny Pick, make it as holiness or as holier than thou. I agree. I like those. <laughs> um, but, you know, in, in what they said there, what uh, Brianna Keeler in the in the panel said there, um, they're using an an enhanced version of separating parents from children, so enhanced that they lost fifteen hundred kids. I got to jump in here. Go ahead. Something I've realized over the past couple of days is that these are two different policies that have been kind of mixed. Muddy, so the 1,500 yeah. kids that they've lost, the 1,500 kids that they've lost um, is different from the policy that Jeff Session announced a couple of weeks ago, saying if you're going to come to the border, we are going to separate you from your children. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, and I, I think I'd like to talk, if it's okay with you, Ken, I'd like to talk about this a little bit more on Friday. Absolutely. These 1,500 kids are we don't have we don't know where they are but from what i've heard you know on cnn msnbc i've been reading about this a lot of these a lot of these 1500 kids have been placed with family members or sponsors mhm and the, the family members or sponsors are not returning the phone calls because some of those family members are undocumented immigrants yeah and, and so or- they're afraid so that's like that issue over there. On the other, you know, on the other hand, the other part of this, it's two issues. I didn't know this until recently, and I still want to find those 1,500 kids because I'm sure that a good portion of them are in good hands. Mm-hmm. But I've heard stories and I've read stories. NPR, who I consider a decent source, 
some of these kids ended up with traffickers. Um, but I, I would, wouldn't Jeff, be surprised. Yeah, what Jeff Sessions said is if you're coming to the border seeking asylum, and this is another thing, seeking asylum, we are going to separate you yes. from your children. Oh, yeah. And that's a really big problem. It's ugly. And so when Trump, when Trump, and you know, says that it's the Democrats, you know, and it's their law. It's not law. It's an administration policy. Yeah. So it's still fucked up. I have, uh, I do. In in uh, Joe, I don't know if you saw this at all today, but I have a little more information on this, and this will help everybody. And maybe it'll still be a little little murder fisty, but at least it's from Elizabeth Warren on this issue she was on the view uh did you happen to see any of that joe i did not no well megan mccain is doing the um gop's bidding once again um and, and saying well oh well similar things were happening happening with obama you know and you know there was that tweet that somebody sent out with like pictures of children being detained that was like from when Obama was president or something. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't. I missed out. Missed the boat on that. But um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren, um, she. <laughs> If you want straight talk, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Warren is where to go. So this is Elizabeth Warren on The View talking about this situation and who is ultimately to blame. This weekend, you know who uh, blamed the Democrats for this horrible law separating immigrant families at the Mexican border. Um, you want to school him on how this actually worked? Right. So this is an administration policy that is separating these families, a Trump administration policy. And if Donald Trump wants to change it and let families stay together, he can change it. But the fact that those families are being separated from the border, the fact that children are being torn out of the arms of their mothers is on Donald Trump's head Thank and you. nobody else. That's right. Even though it was a policy in place under a... The, this is what gets me about where we are right now, is the administration is the one that decides day by day by day, where are we on these kinds of rules. There are some things, as you know, have to go through Congress, takes forever. There are some things that are often administrative agencies. This one is one the president makes the decision. And now what are we all doing? We're all talking about something else. We're talking about yeah. photographs. We're talking about mm -hmm. what could have been done two years ago or four years ago or ten years ago. Well, Let's face it. We need comprehensive immigration reform. Mm -hmm. That's Ooh. We need real change. Yeah. We need systemic so change. So you're saying that instead of... Just to follow up on that question. You're saying that instead of blaming Democrats and, and just fetching a... Why not just fix it right now? If Bush you think too. it's yeah. wrong, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Let's not go backwards in the blame game. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. think it's wrong, change it. Right. And if you don't think it's wrong, if you're not willing mm -hmm. to change it, then own it. Because it's, it's a law. That's not a law. It's not a law. Well, I could talk about this for hours, but comprehensive immigration reform is something that, oh, as you know, many people have tried for very a long well, time, and exactly. nothing gets people out protesting and, emo sorry, it's got, yeah, let's it continue, crazy, much more yeah. important. But you know, but it is a moment to say, this is about political courage. Mm -hmm. It's about whether or not your party or there are constituencies who don't want it or the pieces are hard to put together. There are people like your dad mm -hmm. who stepped up and said, 
This is what is right yeah. for America, yeah. and I will yeah. fight for it. Yeah. That's, That's what we need right. more. Yeah, let's let's make the new PC political courage and get rid of the 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 notion of political correctness because political courage is what it's going to take and Elizabeth Warren nailed it on so many points if the policy is bad change it if if yeah. if you're okay with it own it don't blame Obama don't blame 13 Democrats you know uh, uh, rally your fucking dudes this is the thing i I know that John McCain tried to get this passed, and I think that happened even before Obama oh. took office. Uh, I don't know. I know him and Lindsey Graham were real hot and heavy into it before the 2016 election. But, but I, I, he probably has talked about it before, you know, being in a border state and all. There is something to be said about what happened with I, you know, ICE under obama it wasn't great no it's, it's worse now it's worse now and the reason why it's worse now is we have a president who said go ahead just tear families apart and so i do i agree with what 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 senator warren said i do mm -hmm. agree with that but trump and sessions basically said if you are going to come here and seek asylum and that's a really important point he said we will You'll be take punished Yes, we will take those kids apart. We will tear your family apart if you're seeking asylum. Mm -hmm. That that word asylum is something that is being lost in a lot of these conversations. Yeah, and asylum is a beautiful world. Amnesty is a beautiful wor word. I'm sorry if I said world. Yes. I meant word. That's fine. Uh, amnesty, asylum, beautiful words. There's a reason why Amnesty International is named what it is. Um, but uh, a country who was built on amnesty and asylum, yeah, especially asylum. Yes, and uh, and we're going to have to ramp this conversation up. But I, Joe, I want to give you a minute or two uh, to give your thoughts on this uh, before we totally switch things around and go goofy with Mad Libs. Well, um, let's go goofy with mad lips because you don't you don't have out. anything you don't have you're 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 plum tuckered I so, am. <laughs> all right well all right and we will talk about this more on friday uh, again you know like i said francie said it well uh, roseanne the big windbag sucked the air out of the universe uh you on planets in on habitable planets we don't even know about she sucked all the yeah. oxygen off of them m-class planets as it stands, Star Trek. So. <laughs> now there's a there's a trivia question. Yeah, I'll talk Star Trek all day long, and you guys can talk oh. sports. Uh, well, Joe, you can talk sports and Star Trek. So. Uh, oh yeah, I, I could. I could actually both talk worlds. sports on Star Trek. Oh wow! So yeah, what was that? Didn't they play some kind of weird sport? I know Battlestar Galactica. They had some weird game they played on that, like laser ball. Or something. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, Spock played, uh, you know, in that uh, forty chess. Time. Yeah, he played a sport. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. Uh, so all right, all right. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get back more into this topic on Friday. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and lighten our loads right now and uh, uh, get into some Mad Libs before the Tim Carmel show. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> 
Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right. Well, here's the good news, everybody. I think I found the last two blank Mad Libs in Mad Libs Go Greek. The old doctor. Did you want to say something, buddy? Meow? Oh, no. He's just going to walk over here. As soon as I, I talk to him, he starts walking at me. So anyway, yeah. So <laughs> I think I found the last two blank blank ones in this one. So, uh, Joe, we'll start with you. I need an adverb. Uh, clumsily. Okay. And rain, I need part of the body. Plural. Um, pinkies. Pinkies. All right. And uh, let me see. All right. Moving on. Uh, we don't have a lot of words to fill out in here, so good, good for you guys. Joe, I need a silly word. Um... Hmm. I'm stumped. <laughs> How about stumpy? Stumpy. Okay. <laughs> stumpy. Uh, I like that. Rain, another silly word. Good googly moogly. Good googly moogly. Uh, is that like doing a goo goo church? A little bit, but not. Moogly. All right, so good googly moogly. I got it in there. All right, uh, well, Joe, uh, since you were so good on the last one, another adverb. Largely. Okay. And, Rain, you get the last one. Lucky again, part of the body plural. Um. Oh, um, toe jam. Oh, uh, well, that's really no, no, that's kind of a okay. Um, I know there's a favorite one, I know there's a favorite one of yours that we say in a very funny fashion. I don't even know which one that is, ends with a Z. I don't know, balls. <laughs> oh, okay, you see, in my world, balls does not end with a Z, but let's go with balls. Okay, oh, I always spell it B A W L Z. <laughs> Bulls. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how I spell it. Bulls. All right. Bulls. So let me see. Uh, let's go with uh, this one first. So this is called Sorority Secrets. Ooh, Sorority Secrets, everyone. Sorority Rush is, isn't as clumsily pretentious as it appears on TV and in movies, where the women wear cashmere umbrellas and pearl nooses. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. Nor, nor do the conversations between uh, sisters, uh, nor do the conversations between sisters uh, and dickish rushies always <laughs> revolve around men and farts. Okay. And uh, everyone, uh, and everyone is not snooty and slimy behind other women's pinkies. In reality, yeah, raise them when they drink tea. Yeah. Hmm. In reality, most women are pleasant and festive during rush. The idea is to get uh, a feel for whether an asshole is the right fit for a particular sorority. <laughs> okay, that's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, there will always be the occasional unfriendly movement. But they are nauseating and far between. Uh, not a few and far between. Uh, <laughs> and uh, at the end, a rushy 
may receive one or more invitations to join a traitor and instantly have a group of evil sisters to help guide her through college through her college shit farts in the rest of her in the rest in the rest of her vile life so wow <laughs> yeah wow so, so just one more time. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, at the end, a Rushi may receive one or more invitations to join a traitor and instantly have a group of evil sisters to help her through the uh, through her college shit farts and the rest of her vile life. I don't that, think that's how that works. Is that about Ivanka Trump? That's uh, not how any of this works. No. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't... <laughs> I, I I can't. I I'm don't. pretty sure the rushes, the people who are rushing, and I don't understand this whole Greek yeah. thing. but it's I'm like sure sports. the rushes would be like, you have to clean up the shit farts. Yes, if you want to oh. be part of our sorority, or at least get a can of Airwick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Airwick. Not inviting him back to my house again. Oh. Yeah. All right. So here we go. This is the the last one, I believe. This this the uh, closes. Closes this uh, Mad Lib book out for all time here. This is a pledge prank. In the wee defeats of Saturday, October 3rd, several new members of the Delta Stumpy Delta Pledge class were allegedly involved in a racist prank on a rival fraternity, Tau Phi Good Googly Moogly. (laughs) Don't do racist pranks uh you're not roseanne are you don't do racist pranks according to several ludicrous witnesses members of tau phi awoke to find that all of the paper in the house had largely disappeared including paper penises penis in this house. rancid napkins and toilet witch hunt <laughs> <laughs> It was soon discovered. Paper penises. That's see? that's artistic. See, yeah, that's Don't like somebody penis like, in this house. So smooth, you can spread it with a paper penis. Don't say penis in this house. Remember those old ads for the Betty Crocker icing? So smooth, you can spread it with a paper knife. <laughs> you remember that? They cut. They cut a paper knife out of a paper plate, and they'd be like, oh, "So smooth. Oh, look at that." Never tried it, <laughs> but I'd, I'd try it with a paper penis. Don't say penis in this house! It was soon discovered that the Delta Pledges used stolen indictments to decorate the outside of the Tau Phi house. <laughs> Gee, where could you find indictments to steal? <laughs> you, could, you could hardly see the shitty place, said one fraternity library. The president of Tau Phi agreed but said he would not notify the ships. It was just a valid prank, he commented, but we'll we'll come up with something more vomitous. The Delta gerbils better watch their balls! There you go. They might be Uh. small, but... Hey, if you got balls, you better watch them, even if you're a jable! Even if you're a jerrybill and you got small <laughs> balls, you got a small penis, and hey, something's gonna come after hey, it. Hey, that tiny balls. penis might be made out of paper. Don't say penis in this house. Can't never tell anymore with these little uh, gerbils, jibbles, and their little bulls. 
in the paper penises. Don't say penis in this house. Anyway, it's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> holy shit farts, Batman. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to resist the urge to name the show Shit Farts tonight. <laughs> Just don't ever take your paper penis and dip it into shit farts and then oh. try don't to sell it. Penis as, in house. And then sell it as artisanal chocolates. Oh, you know what? And that's one to grow on. <laughs> my goodness. Gross so <laughs> myself out. All right, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Um, Joe, well, what's your parting shot tonight, sir? Well, Herman Cain's back in the news. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You don't I saw that right. I up. saw that. I don't have facts to back this up. And I can guarantee you this: um, what uh, whatever he said is helping uh, ruin America. Stupid people are ruining America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, said in an interview with Fox News that racism is at the bot is not the bottom factor that influenced the company's decision. ABC, ABC to part ways with Roseanne Barr. They were just looking for a reason to cancel. Because oh. of her conservative views. Oh, really? That's why yes. they hired her. Yes. They don't Look. have facts to back that up. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they don't. I man. don't have facts to back this up. You know up. who Roseanne can blame for be- being fired? Blame yourself. You, that's who she can blame, Herb Kane. There you go. Yeah. Jesus. He's an idiot. He's such he a is. fucking idiot. He is. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. <laughs> Uh, the nine, only nine, time nine. the the only time I felt bad for him was when the equally stupid Michelle Bachman said, "Oh my godness, oh my gosh, got good golly, nine 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 sure sounds a lot like six six six. Well, she's uh-huh. dyslexic. Uh, she's also crazy. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, Jesus. Yeah, that's the only Senate. time I felt sympathy for him was that. She was trying implying that he got his nine 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 plan from Satan. <laughs> yes, yes, she did. Yeah. Uh, so I think I. Oh, do I have that? Anyway. Um, but just if you if you thought you had lost Herman Kane, he's he's back. Oh, there you go. Oh, and here you go. Could it be there you go. Ah. All right. Yeah. Welcome back, Herb. We didn't miss you. Use Foods Emporium. That's the only good thing you gave the world. Uh, so, all right, Rain, it's your uh, your turn. What do you got? My only parting shot is that everybody who is outraged at the fact that Roseanne Barr, noted racist, mm-hmm. got fired... Y'all need to shut up about how you felt like Kathy Griffin should have lost her entire career. Or all your freakouts over Michelle Wolf and you your yes, lies. And your that, lies. And yeah, and they lied. They lied about what she said. And by the way, I watched her you show know, the other day when it was very funny. Yeah, she is hysterical. And I, I, I feel like, you know, I don't necessarily like what Kathy Griffin did, but she doesn't deserve to be on Interpol. No, not at all. So, <laughs> so shut I up agree. about your like, oh my God, free speech. Mm-hmm. All these oh, people, yeah. oh free speech, shut up. 
Because if you really cared about free speech, you would have defended Kathy Griffin. I agree. Right to I free concur. speech without defending what she did. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know. And she and Kathy Griffin suffered the consequences, got fired from the New Year's thing on CNN. Um, but, you know, she came back. She had a comeback. And she, in since she's taken back her apology because you know, uh, you know, she was, I, I think she was bullied into an apology. What she did wasn't that terrible, you know. It was shtick. I don't think it was. You know, it wasn't I, like she you know, was. In the oh, end, I don't think it was. It was, it was shock. You know, it was shocking. Um, and I think there were a lot of people out there who felt like, oh, this is going to help. This is going to hurt us on the left. That's how I was feeling shit. when I saw it. Fuck I'll that admit shit it. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel right. that way now. Fuck that shit at this yeah. point. One of the funniest New Year's Eve uh, nights was when she chained Anderson Cooper to the railing with a uh, <laughs> with handcuffs and then threw the key to the crowd. Oh wow, I missed that. Um, oh, that was so. He was so. But any. Pissed. But anyway, we we gotta we we gotta wrap things uh, right now uh, because I want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to hear War on Women, Predator in Chief. I have queued up after the show ends here. There's another song on hold right now by Penetration, but right after Penetration is War on Women and with Predator in Chief. I know it sounds terrible, but Penetration I believe is a female fronted band as well. Um, uh, but yeah, so uh, check it out. Uh, War on Women coming up. Tim Carmel show. With, uh, of course, John Britavo, Tim Carmel, and Joe Santorsa, and myself. We had a good time on the program. Uh, lots of funny stuff. Uh, we had dueling boxes. Uh, Tim and I had dueling boxes on the show. So <laughs> I'm kind of curious to see how, how well my uh, some of my sounds came through. Um, and, yeah, um, and great show, Rain and Joe. Uh, and thanks to uh, Francie and Kat for calling in. All of our massive, uh, massively huge. I can tell you what. Our ratings are a thousand times better than Roseanne's. Guaranteed. Yes. So. <laughs> I, yes. Um, but, anyway, uh, that's it. we got to wrap things up right now. We'll be back on Friday. Don't forget, we're going to debut a brand-new song from Bobber on friday very excited about that bob's excited we're all excited you should be too so we'll see everybody on friday check out all the other fine programs and be sure to stick around for tim carmel and before that like i said a war on women song can't promote them enough we'll be right back er, we'll be right back we'll see you friday <laughs> friday that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Look at Roseanne. I called her yesterday. Look at her ratings. Look at her ratings. <laughs> <laughs>